You ready? I'm ready. Spiritual podcast station bring you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fliggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome everyone to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. Make sure you like, share, and comment, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. We're excited that you're joining us today. How you yes, doing? I'm doing good in yourself. I'm doing good. good it's a pretty good. good day. Good, good. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. It was restful. Restful. Yeah, even though I had to work. It? Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like, you know, I, it was pretty restful. It was I a think, really good weekend. I think my, um, uh, so I, I get these, um, and so my life, I noticed that my life started happening, um, things happen in my life in spurts. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I get a busy, you know, four or five days and then a day off, then it's like that. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm just taking it as it comes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still, I'm learning to enjoy it, uh, the busy days and the not so busy days. But I take advantage of the not so busy days because I know busy days are coming. Mm-hmm. And so that's so sort exactly. of, I, I'm sort of getting used to it now. Yeah. And I think, um, it's always been this way, but I'm, now I'm paying attention to it. I'm, I'm just learning how to go with my flow. Yeah. And that's, uh, it, it's working for me. Yeah. You know, I don't have to force anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's working for me. So take it as it, uh, take it as life, you know, whatever life brings you. Yeah. And that's how I'm taking it. And then um, I realized that it's bringing me what I give it. Okay. That's why I can respect whatever I okay. receive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So anything, anything. So anything that I am, um, you know, anything that's happened in my life, I believe it's happening because I, I, something that I did, I put it out there, a seed, a yeah. p- seed I planted, a word I spoke, a word spoken, or a right. deed done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting back in life is what I put out, and that's why I'm okay with receiving it, uh, whether we call it negative or positive. Right. And right. so, I, and that's why I'm okay with it. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so on seeing. those particular days, like when you're catching up by the way make sure that you share um the podcast wherever you're listening to or looking at make sure you share make sure you subscribe and like um, and like <laughs> listen thank you to all our faithful um listeners on apple and spotify and amazon and all yeah. those podcast uh platforms but no um so those days do you find that you have to like so if you're saying that the days that you're more restful on, you're able to kind of catch up, it kind of prepares you for those long weeks and those long stretches. Well, yes, I I, I do believe that those 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 restful days does prepare me for uh, longer days that are coming up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do believe that, but I also believe that I have provided something for someone okay. that allowed them to have some rest. Okay, I see. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so whatever I'm receiving. Yeah. It's because of something that I've done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if and if I'm getting on somebody's nerves, if I'm getting yeah. on somebody's nerves that day, mm. I know that I got on somebody else's <laughs> nerves. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I just got to roll with it. You know, I did it. Yes. You know, so whatever it comes, you know what I'm saying? I got to learn how to put up with it. Yeah. Because somewhere in the past, I did it. Okay. And that's it. how I roll. So it's, it. it's working. Got it. It, it. At least for my psyche, it's working. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So if I get on somebody's nerves, somebody got on my, I get, yeah. if I get on somebody's nerves, you know what I'm saying? Well, it, yes, I got on somebody else's nerves. You yeah. know, if I help somebody, or if someone helped me, one day I've helped them. You right, know what I'm right, saying? And right. if and if someone is ignoring me, 
somewhere along the line I've ignored someone. Somebody, right. Somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yeah. somewhere along I've done something. Yeah. So I'm only getting back what I put out. Wow. So I can receive what I'm getting, whatever Mm. I'm getting. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Changes your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just roll with it. (laughs) So I'm good. Roll with it. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Good. That's so it. we're in our interim period. Interim period. We're we're coming to the end of this thing. Okay. Um, we we are, we are we have uh, already set up everything, and I think we got a good flow here. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting good feedback, good reviews, and um, it, it's been a blessing to serve our community. Yes. Praying that we're doing better. I'm asking that y'all send some uh, um, uh, respond to what we are doing. Yes. While you're subscribing, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let us know. You comment. know, if you like it, if you don't, send comments. You know, let us know. Emails. Emails you know, even phone calls. Yes. Let us know. Hey, I like it. I like I like what I see. I like yeah. what y'all are doing. Definitely. Um, y'all can do this better. Y'all can improve. Y'all can critique. We right. say critiques and criticisms. Yes. We, get, we like both of them. You know what I'm and saying? we get them both. And we get both <laughs> of them. You know, <laughs> if you can't critique yourself... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You really don't understand what you're doing when yeah. you're getting in this business. Yeah, that's true. You got to be able to, you know what I'm saying? And all and all critiquing is is self-correction. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're able to correct yourself because you see yourself sort of veering to the right, to the left, Absolutely. you know, and you see yourself going those ways. So you look at, you do it before someone else do it. Yes. You know? Yes. And then you go ahead and then it's not criticizing. Yes. That's critiquing yourself. Yeah, yeah. And there's a big difference. Yes. And I've learned to critique myself. Also, just self-correction. Yeah, yeah. Do it all the time. Mm. Um, and, and, and that comes from self-reflection. Absolutely. And so once this happens, you're able to, you know, your, 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 your turnaround won't be so hard. Exactly. When it's time for you just, to make Just know what you're asking for when you do ask for critiques. Yeah, you know? what you mean? I mean, like, when people are like, I want your critiques, I want your criticism, and then yeah. you go into what, you know, could be changed and this offense taken. Like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, you take offense to it. You're a hater. You're oh, a, like, wait, did yeah, you? I'm yeah, just yeah, being yeah. honest about yeah, what you Yeah, yeah, how about it? How yeah, about it? How I'm about just it? saying, like, be, once, you, once you ask for it, just know what, you know, right. it comes with. You right, know? right, be right. Be ready for whatever. And I, can ri- and I can roll with the hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Everybody re- can't, though. If it's real. If it's real, yeah. I don't just be making it. up yeah, stuff. Yeah, don't make up not, no fake hate. I can't right, do right. it. Real hate. That screen I can, was foggy. Real hate, I can laugh at. <laughs> and I can laugh at it because I know it's real hate. Yeah, yeah. You know you what I'm saying? Tell. I know you a real hater, so yeah. I'm just going to laugh and joke with you. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. Come on. you just running your mouth. And I can roll with that. Anyway, <laughs> that's where we at. We got some guests in the building. Yes, we so do. So we, we saved the best for last. Yeah. So we got this week and last and next <laughs> week. Y'all, y'all gonna, it's going to be different, everybody. It's going to so be. So everybody, I'm asking you to buckle up. You know, take the, whenever seat you on, you know, <laughs> buckle up because it's going to be real this week and next week. We saved the best for last. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, our good friend, uh, Mike Thomas, producer, yes. singer, songwriter. Yeah. A uh, whole lot of stuff he is. Listen. He be and he's going to be. He's with Ooh. us today. <laughs> My God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Introduce yourself, man. Oh, that's let me, up, let me put the camera. On. Oh, we, we, here we go. You got him. Yeah, we ready. Go ahead, man. That's my good side. Yeah, that's the good one. The I think that's mic. the good. That's the front <laughs> mic. <laughs> oh you man! Stupid. What's up, everybody? Mike Thomas, artist from Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. What else we hey, got? Man, oh, you okay. got, 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 got hey, I didn't know you want me to go down the go, list. Go down, go down the, the line. Tell us who you we are, many hats. I'm born and raised from Baltimore. Um, producer, musician. Yeah. Um, first, I'm a singer. I uh, have five kids. It's like, oh. no, nah, I'm, I'm playing. I'm just playing. Y'all said <laughs> did, you, y'all did you see my face? Like, oh, I didn't know. No, that's my goal is to have five. I got three kids Okay. right now. And, you know, I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler from Baltimore that just uh, know how to get it, 
you know, and try to make things work. You know, I learned that a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, it's a it's a lot, man. Is it a lot? I, I got a book. Uh, you know, I'm gonna write one day eventually. Okay. You okay. mean author one day? Yeah, okay. You talking about yourself? It's autobiography or uh, is it biography? What is it? Yeah, pretty much myself. Uh, to how I got to where I am now, the journey between being a musician, um, in and out the church. Okay. Know, uh, family issues. Right. And uh, how I. How I uh, got to where I am to be strong as far as being doing what I do because um, it took a lot. Right. And, um, okay. People uh, looked at me a different way for doing what I do or approaching it the way I approached it, but it's working for me. So okay, okay. so is this a tell-all book or this is like a, like inspirational? Right. Book is this a tell-all? Um, are you letting out secrets? It's, it's gonna be, it's do, gonna, I, do I gotta do I have to? Am I in this book or do I have to say? Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be on the edge. Yo. I know I'm gonna have a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people probably mad at me afterwards. Oh, uh, you gonna put it out there? Are you using real names? No, I'm gonna just you know, if a, if it's family, you know, I'm gonna just specify if it's cousins, uncles, you know, brothers, sisters, yeah. anything like that. But um, nah, I'm I'm not gonna put them by right name. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I feel safe. Right, right, right. Unless I was in a, unless I was in a, even if, even if I was in that space, I still wouldn't you wouldn't do that. I was just very, I was very much detail. Okay, so the situation. The that know. No, yeah. no. Okay, okay, all right. If then. you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. You remember letter. the best man? Yeah. He put the best man, wrote the oh, book yeah. out, and oh, put yeah. the fake names. Uh-huh. If you they, read it. they was mad. Yeah, they were upset. They yeah. knew. Yeah. So, Mike, we not nobody throwing you off the balcony, right? <laughs> <Nah>. yeah, <not. laughs> right, right, <laughs> they right. They got to catch me first. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> all right, man. So, how old were you? When did the journey start? Um, Let me ask you a real question. When did you know it was going to be, you were going to be who you are right now? When did you know, like, this is where my life is going. How old were you? I was probably about 17 or 18. I decided to do music for the rest of my life. I didn't want to work for nobody. Wow. So when I you know, got that mentality, it was just more so like no more nine to fives. I really ain't even do no nine to fives. I did a few of them, started off, but it just ain't worked. But I always wanted to make my own money and then use all the you know gifts that I have to kind of like, you know, bring my income. Okay. So I just, I was yeah, probably about 17, 18 when I decided. Well, you, well, well when you're 17, 18, when you decided, did you, did you have the backing of your family, your friends, or were you like, you know, did you go solo, dolo? I mean, just me, I'm doing my own thing. And, you know, because I know a lot of people, I don't want to cut you off, but I know a lot of people who went this direction and decided not to go to school, mm-hmm. not to go to college. Yeah. Family would fund you going to college. But it won't fund you when you step out like this. Right, right. So did you have that kind of dynamic around you? Um, it was kind of in between. Um, my mom and them, they, that side of the family, they supported me, but they just really supported the music part as far as me playing. Like, I wanted to step out and do more things. I really got tired of playing for people. So it's more so like I wanted to do my own thing. And um, it really wasn't there because... The, the dynamics in my, you know, f- my family's church relationship situation. So, it was strict. I right. mean, so it wasn't every time, uh, you know, we playing some R&B in the house, some hip-hop in the house. It was it was an issue. Yeah. Until, you know, we got, you know, a little older. Well, I was already gone by then, but I came around the house then. And I'm like, oh, we got to play R&B heavy in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of like my whole... My whole switch. I wanted to do my own thing for real. Okay. And I knew that um, just by being around 
the people that I seen make it and knowing certain people that made it already, it's just like, man, like, I know them. So if they can do it, I know I can do it. Right. Everybody don't share that 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 rope to pull people up, but you know, they're short to you. You just gotta be able to catch it for yourself and, and move. So that's kinda where I've been at. Okay. Yeah. Ted, you yeah, so what's your definition of making it? Like what what does that look like for you? Um for me, it's when I ain't gotta worry about no bills. Okay. Okay. When I ain't gotta worry about no bills. And I mean everything from kids to living to vehicles to clothes, shoes. Mm-hmm. When all that basis is covered, I think, you know, I think I'll be I'll be fine. And okay. I know that comes with something. You can't just be have all that and not have money. So mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Overall, you yeah. know, the money, the the money factor, so I can do the things that I want to do and the things that I need to do because mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of things that need to be done. Um, in my life and other people's lives that I know that need the help, they just don't have that. They just don't have that stepping stool right there. Right. Um, and same thing for my family. Um, friends, even people that I don't have a good relationship with, I kind of like just want to be arrogant for two minutes and just be like, <laughs> "Not arrogant." Yeah, just be like, "Yeah, show it off in front of Damn, right. go get that done. <laughs> right. Don't ask me no questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yes. So, 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 can you tell us the difference? So, would you would you call yourself a rebel or a trailblazer? Are you in the middle of both? Because stepping out like that, you can be seen as both, and. You have your, your, for those who don't know you, well, we're going to, they're going to learn you today. So do you find yourself, you know, going in between trailblazer, a.k.a. somebody else got to come behind me so I make sure I'm doing it the right way, or rebel, I have to step away from what I was taught, some traditions, and just do it my way no matter what? Um, I would kind of put it in the middle. I would call it a treble. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Okay. Uh, Thanks. You know. <laughs> At the end of the day, I do, I think everybody likes validation at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not even just validation, more so like, you know, guidance too, or more so of, even if you don't going away, hey, boy, you're doing it right, you're doing it right, mm-hmm. versus, you know, or people that's in your corner that can actually just put you in positions versus just trying to see you do something and you're just struggling. But at the end of the day, um, I'm fast forward too, I think. Out of the whole family, it's me and my sister. That's me and my sister. Hope that's pretty much the runts in the family. Going runts. Yeah. So we okay. more so like the ones that just stepped out and did whatever we wanted to do. Right. Even even though we took flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But the family know. So you know when we come together, family reunions or in a big gathering, you know, just don't get Michael Hope hot. Right. Right. You know, right. <laughs> other than that, we just more fast forward like. I think out of um, my sister Gabby is, uh, I think she uh, she's there too. Um, but it's more so it started with me. I left my people's house at 15, so I was on my own, and I said I had to make something happen. You feel me? I had to do it, so I started off with a room. And, you know, went to you know, the apartments and then to the house, you know. Right. So it was like I had to just do some stuff. My And then it wasn't just for me. It was just so my brothers and sisters can see you know, that, you know, we can do it. We all made it past 18 right? and living, so that's kind of, like, still a drive for me to continue to be a trailblazer or, you know, like, 
forward on everything. Right, 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 wow. right, right. So the, the, if and, and and so would the 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 step that you're taking or the steps you the steps that you took, are there any regrets for what you have done? Would you would you would you have done it a different way? And if you were talking to Junior, your son, you had a son, right? Yes, if you talk to your son and he said, "Hey, how old is he?" Jay's fourteen. Okay, next year he comes to you. I'm ready wow. to roll. Yeah, wow. You know everything. So what are you saying to him? Being true to yourself. So you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm like you said, I'm a trouble, trailblazing rebel. So being true to yourself, seeing that he may do the same thing and may not follow you. You know, like did you do enough for him to make those steps? Or did you acquire enough knowledge to show him how to make the steps he's making? Where I, are you with this? If he comes to good. you next I year. I think, it's in the middle. I think it's in the middle because uh, really? he's watched and I've watched him watch me. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him just move how I move in certain situations with certain things. And then at the end of the day, I have to tell him things, certain things too. And he listens. So um, everything he don't do, right? But I feel like by the time he get my age when I started, doing my own thing and really realizing what I was going to do, he, he'll have it. I think he'll have it. He's, you know, he's kind of separate. He's not out there in the streets and all like right. that. So he kind of focused and watching me. So I, that's why I try to be the most example I can on both ends. You know? Would you, do you, would you encourage him at that age? Like 15, like we said, 15, I'm like blown away. Um, Cause it's, it's super, it's super young. It's, it's really young. I can't, I cannot imagine like, I just can't imagine. Um, how did you number one survive? Like, how did you? What was the? I was still scared of girls. <laughs> I don't even know if I was like really brushing my teeth like that. <laughs> like, I was so immature. Like, how do you like hold that? Have a whole like life and like, like what does that look like at fifteen? And how would and if like um like Anthony said if Junior would come to you with that like how. Would you be okay with that with him at fifteen? That's next year. Right now. That's next year, yeah. Well, this first of all, let me say this. This probably one of the first interviews I did in probably like three, four years. So Junior, you probably see this. <laughs> <laughs> this your camera right here. Junior. Junior. <laughs> Son. <laughs> but he has I already I already, you know, I caught Jay, you know. <laughs> I was a loose cannon around ten, so really, yeah, man. I what does a, that mean, loose cannon? I was I was into stuff I wasn't supposed to be in, into, 10, okay. especially in the household I was into. Okay, right. okay. You know, they was quote unquote saved, but you know, my father was not saved. Got it. Okay, so you know, he was my scapegoat. But Jay, I didn't call him doing a few things. You know, okay. Um, I just try to. <laughs> I just try to guide him, you know, on the right things, on how to move about it. But I think he's, he's, I think he cool. He cool. Okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You can see. I think he cool for now. It ain't, it ain't out, it ain't out of, it ain't out of, out of pocket. Cause around fourteen, shoot, I was sneaking girls in the house. Man, wow. I was, you know, okay. Mind you, I was already open. My mind was open at ten. So wow. Yeah, so wow. 14, 15. I'm in middle school. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> in high school. How do you balance that as a like as literally a child? Like how what is going through your mind as a 10-year-old boy, you know, cuz you that's a boy. You just start, you know, like what what's what's going through you? Like how does it happen? like what share how does it <laughs> what does it look like? I was around older people, so okay. I was always fast forward, you know. Okay. To a lot of people. 
you know, like going in rooms. Once I started growing my facial hair, it was a wrap. Okay. 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 17, okay. Okay. 18 okay. in clubs and stuff, the drinking and stuff. I ain't, right. you know, right. they ain't care. Yeah. After yeah. that, I got a few Thank drinks at the, on 11 o'clock. I just walk up to the bar. Hey, let me get it. As long as I'm thorough with it, like, <laughs> let me get that. Pour me another one, Earl. Right. If I hesitate, <laughs> if I hesitate, they'd be like, hold on. Let me see. Right, right. Like, but no, um, yeah, I just, uh, I was just, I was just a little fast forward for real. I was hanging around people that was a little mature my age especially because it's musicians so me being a young musician i was kind of what they would say nice at a young age so um 2003 four five yeah i was playing and people started hearing me um huh? my cousin josh showed me a few chords and then i just so you just gonna leave me out? I took off. <laughs> oh yeah, let me leave it. You know we always hear this story, and I really want to get the real truth. He just, no, he wait, just, he will I'm not. I'm really I trying his to get the real truth. me up to that just now too. I did just want to look normal, like nah, look, nah, for real though. Please said it. Pastor, listen, Pastor used to play. He used to play. I used to steal all his chords. Okay, okay. All his chords and stuff. He showed me a few stuff, but I knew once once I started getting a little nice. He was giving me that little cold shoulder. So he was one of your. He was one of your first. I was trying to tell. I was trying to tell people. People don't believe. I can't play anything but C sharp. Him and my cousin Josh. Yes, that's all I can play. (laughs) I can't play that many chords or anything. But I, I I used to hold down a church service. Right. My I used to be my father used to use his uncle's church. Mm-hmm. During the time my father lost his church, we used to use his his, and, uh, his uncle, my father, rest his soul, are like best friends. Mm. Thomas and Fliggins were the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Great respect for one another. I mean, much love between between the family. So we Thomas and I are cousins. We like real family, family. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we've been in each other's lives for a long time. Literally, watch me grow. Really, really, wow. really. So when I was playing on the music, you know, he had a keyboard standing up. You know, the keyboard was high, standing <laughs> up. You walk into churches right there on the right side mm-hmm. when you walk in. Thomas used to come to our service because their service was Sabbath, mm-hmm. and it, it, he used to come to some of our services, and he right there on my shoulder, and I said, "Mind you, like this." And I did two or three things. He did it. I mean, it only happened like twice, but I still take credit for it. Not twice. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't. And, I thought this was like him and Josh years. So. Me off. Not twice. And then shout out to Marvis. <laughs> shout out to Marvis Moore. Okay. Was, so y'all three, I can credit to the start of you know the musician I am today. And people so just won't that. believe me. Now, now we got okay, it on film. We got it on film. We are good. Film. We got it on film. And I approve this message. <laughs> we got it on right. film. Okay. You know my my sons, my sons, and um my sons when um as they started growing up, my sons took that same path. Like I want to be like that. Mm. They took sort of took that same path. Like hey, we 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 gonna do our own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we just not mm-hmm. gonna just you know we're not gonna do that. Right. And for years, I tried to wing them back into what I was doing, and I realized they just weren't doing it. And I wasn't going to force them to. Mm-hmm. It got to a point when my sons got, they, like you, grew up fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, one day they was here, the next day they was above me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. our relationship was only splintered because of my misunderstanding of uh, boyhood into manhood, that my children no longer needed a father but more of a coach. Mm-hmm. They needed me the father in the sense of they didn't need a daddy. Right, right. 
He didn't need, they didn't need somebody to bring ice cream home. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sprinkles. So, yeah. yeah. So it was more like, you know, give me the piece of advice that I need while I'm moving forward. Right. And I had to just find those moments to speak to them while they were moving forward. I learned then at that moment, especially after COVID, because COVID did a lot to our children. And um, one day we're going to have to discuss the psychological damage it did to our children mm-hmm. being by themselves. Yeah. When they were used to come, when they come from a community. Exactly. Like my son Justice never had a graduation. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying? So from eighth to ninth, he didn't have that, you know what I'm saying? All those mm-hmm. things that we used to go through and then and then having mm-hmm. the experience of going to the ninth grade and to this new environment. He didn't have that. Right. And so wow. those things were just missing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of experiences he missed. In, in that, I've learned that I couldn't raise my sons. I just had to watch them mm-hmm. because they wouldn't let me raise them the way I wanted to. But I never took my eyes off of them. And so sometimes when you get children like that, they, we may not be able to say, hey, A, B, and C. They listening. You know, they may only mm-hmm. do B mm-hmm. or half of A mm-hmm. or part of C. Or they may just don't, they, or they may put A, B, and C, you know, in terms of your um, instructions on the shelf. But they ain't forget them. Right, right. They ain't forget them. Mm-hmm. So now you have to find those times. So I've just learned how to say, okay, so I can't raise them the way I want to or the raise I was taught to raise them. Right. So now I got to watch them. Or how I was yeah, raised. Yeah. Yeah, so now I got to watch. Mm-hmm. I have to be like God. I have to be a watchman. Mm-hmm. I have to be a prophet over my house and just watch. So when they would come in the house certain times, just watch. Don't say, hey, what you coming in the house for? Because one time I'm like, hey, what y'all coming in the house for? They walk right back out. Mm-hmm. And then I ain't seen me in like three days. Yeah. They had somewhere else to go. And I'm like, you know, so for three days, my mind is like, oh, man, where them boys at? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm riding Try. around the city trying to find them. I'm yeah. calling people, looking for them. I mean, literally, they walked in the house 2 o'clock. I said, what y'all doing walking in? And they both um, made about face and walked back out the house. Wow. And I didn't see them for three days. They had somewhere else to go. They only came in to use the bathroom. <laughs> I thought they were coming disrespecting me. Like, no, we wasn't coming home, period. We were still out. We <laughs> <laughs> just needed the bathroom for me. They just needed okay. to go to the bathroom. Like, we didn't come to talk to you. We <laughs> come to go to the bathroom. Wow. And people don't know this about our relationship, so I just had to watch. Mm-hmm. After that period, I've learned that to meet them at the door, speak to them, watch them. Be careful when you leave. Mm-hmm. Make sure you give me a call. I'm paying the bill. At least send me a text. Right. Little things like that. Oh, like I, I love you. you know, like, yeah, I love yeah. you. Yeah. So certain things like that, which brought us to a relationship to the point where we can now look at each other with respect mm-hmm. and reverence. And while I, in terms of my children, look at me says, while I was trying to get it together, you were always there. Mm. Wow. And that's what I had to learn. Mm-hmm. And so that right there, you felt, did you feel, I'm only setting this up, did you feel like y'all parents took that approach? I'm talking to both of y'all. I mean, y'all may not have been you rebel and you like, you know, being very mature. What what approach did y'all parents take to y'all as teenagers? My father, not, my father, it was nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But that was that, I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. It was a different way. So what I'm trying to say is, are y'all parenting styles different? Oh, yeah. with the way y'all parents raise oh, y'all. Yeah, mine are absolutely. Go ahead, how? <laughs> I, I know the church thing now, but I, I mean, how yeah, yeah, yeah. that was That was a lot, though, because I came with a lot. So just, you know, I, um, <clears throat> growing up in the house, man, it was, uh, every, it was, it was too many of us. Okay. Eight of us. Oh, it's eight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not really, it's, it's, wow. it's not really oh. more focused. My mother was, Mo was a hustler, so she was always, always working. She's, she was always there, but she was always working, too. And my grandma was alive, so we, it was between my grandmother, my Aunt Rolanda, mm-hmm. God rest both of their souls, and 
uh, my mother. So they held it down, but you know, it wasn't it wasn't on top as much as they are now with Gabby and Casey, right, two yeah. youngest of the family. Like now they like we like what was that? What was <laughs> right. That? But as far as my kids, my I still I instill like five things in junior. Um Zoe, that's a whole different story. Um and then Mace is the youngest. But uh with Junior's, you know, clean up after yourself. Clean yourself. Mm-hmm. Hygiene in your areas, everywhere you go, no matter where you stay at, no matter who house you at, make sure whatever you do, you clean up. Always respect your mother. Um, and um, I don't know. I think that, what, that was three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean up, clean your area, respect yeah, my mother. Clean up, respect your mother. Hygiene. Oh, yeah, and watch, man. Just pay attention. He knows his father from the street, so he was with me when I was getting myself together. Okay. You feel me? So it was more so like, you know, I'm always, so certain people I'm around, if I'm hanging out or something like that, I'm always watching. Some people around me be like, you all right? Paranoid or something? No, I ain't paranoid. It's just normal me. I'm from the trenches, so I'm always looking at everything, especially if I'm out in an environment, people drinking, you never know. I've seen people just be normal in one minute and then snap. Oh goodness! So <laughs> I've I'm always I've always been on point with that, and I teach him that like stay on point. If I ain't looking, you need to be looking. If you ain't looking, I'm always looking. So when we go and I watch him when we when we do certain things, go play basketball, take walks, or whatever however situation is. I see how he watch, and I do stuff purposely sometimes too, just to see if he's on point with it. Um, and protect yourself. That was the last yeah. thing for real. Would you rate what? Go ahead, Tim. How how you mind raising before I you, you, you want to? I can come back okay. to mine. Yeah. What are you? Are you raising him to be anything? I'm raising him to be an independent, grown man. And what that definition is, pretty much to me, is um, my father taught me how to carry things. It's what what I picture him saying later on. My father taught me how to take care of the things that need to be taken care of. Taught me how to always have money in my pocket. All the things that he see me, you know, pushing to do. I feel like these lessons going to bleed off on him because he, this is all he's been saying for 14 years. So it's something got to stick here and there. If he don't, that's just it's tragedy. He's just a lost cause. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. Junior, I know you will see this, but you know you're that. You know I be joking all the time. Oh. <laughs> But no, it's, it's 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 really just even if he don't take what I'm saying, somebody it always happened like that. People say it's the universe, but God always have everything ordained. So even if he don't hear what I'm saying later on, when he get near situations or in situations, somebody because the spirit that dwell in me going, mm-hmm. you know, it's going, it's going. He's going here later on he's from somebody yeah. like that. My father told me that too. Should have listened. Right. Yeah, it's gonna come back to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I'm I'm not tripping. I'm just I just got to do my job. As long as I do my job, I know God to take care of him. I can't make him do anything. Okay. As long as I do what I'm supposed to do, then, you know, you know, Lord willing, he'll do it, you know, right. do what he's supposed to do right. But God going to keep his hand on him, though. That's all I, that's all I, I pray and teach him is to, you know, keep God first because that's the number one thing. So, Got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, my household wasn't extremely strict i was the oldest and i am the oldest and my brother's three years younger than me um so i feel like he had it a lot easier than i did as far as like i was like the test the tester 
Um, so like we couldn't, um, we were really private. We couldn't have company over things like that. Like we was really, it really wasn't strict. It just was private. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I'm more open. I think with Chloe, um, I kind of let her have her space. She's still young. I mean, she's 12 years old, so we're not really into, um, that part yet, but just, just trying to listen to her. I noticed when I was younger, we didn't have conversations. Like me and my mother, we really didn't, we didn't conversate about what really, what I was going through was growing up as a young girl, whether it was menstrual cycles or whatever. We just ne- didn't talk about it, things we just didn't talk about. So I find myself wanting to make sure that I'm verbal about everything with her, um, especially the things I know she can handle because she's, she's kind of mature. So um, I'm just very verbal as far as our, our relationship got it, got compared it, got to it. how it was when I was growing up. So do, do does does your son, does he want to pick up anything musically? <laughs> uh, nah, his, really? interest, his interest is not in music. And no I, producing, no not, not, no boys. Producing no, probably no, no. come later once he see how fun it is, you know. But that's usually as, you know, boys get older. You know, they either in the street, sports, or, you know, in that studio. So right. that's typically how it is or the people you're around so you gravitate to one or the other um but he definitely in the sports heavy okay my um daughter and my son my baby boy they in the music heavy so really okay, okay. Um, i already know and, it, and i see it musically already starting because it's just a different interest from how jay came up yeah okay you know, and during that time i was during that time he was young i was i was playing i was definitely playing in churches Doing R and B shows and gigs and stuff, but um, he wasn't around for that, right? Because at the end of the day, I was still, you know, just trying to get myself together for yeah. her. So everything I was doing was either late night, you know, having no baby in them. Right, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, wow. but um, he didn't experience it like now. Like I didn't have uh, my own space to be in a house, you know, while they around creating good music or whatever. How they being able to hear it, seeing, you know, it's different now, but. Back then, it was just it wasn't like that. Got it, mm-hmm. got it, got it. When you, when you, and when you, and when you, when you made that transition, seventeen, eighteen, I know you know you want to be in music. You know this is the direction that you were going. Did you know it would be this hard? I can't say I didn't. I I can say I didn't know because I didn't go through it. Is it I, hard? I can't say I didn't hear about it being hard. Really? You can't say you didn't hear about it being hard. Yeah. So you didn't hear about it. You did hear about it. I did hear about it, but I just didn't experience it. So I didn't Okay, you didn't know. Okay. So do you do you do do I'm gonna ask both of y'all questions. Do y'all check the numbers of musicians, singers, and talents that really what we call make it? Do y'all know how many people are successful in this? The number of things. So when I, because we produced the album EP, Mike was our producer. Yes, thank you was. so much. Yes, you is. know, making our dream come true, right? Thank you, Mike. So thank you, brother. Appreciate it. But before I did it, the first thing I did was stats and comps. I I checked all statistics. I do, and I realized ten million songs, ten million songs a day worldwide get uploaded. Ten million, mm-hmm. only one percent matter. Mm-hmm. So this this the pool we're getting into. Um, with all artists and musicians, I know y'all don't many people don't know this. Listen to me right now. Listen to me. The average artist makes thirty five thousand dollars a year. Mm. The average music artist in America makes thirty five thousand dollars a year. That's less than that's a little over five hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. That's a that's mm. you know what I'm saying. That's not a that's not what you call gainfully employed. 
Especially all the money you put out to. Yes, you. So when you, I went through all, and I tried to figure out um how many church albums go out mm-hmm. and how many, how many, you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm going to do uh, how much, um, how many, um, um, how often does the music get played? Mm-hmm. The artists get, you know, X amount of percent. Right. Per every every time they hear it, and each time the song is heard on the radio, you get two cents. Right. Two cents. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I said two pennies. Yeah. That's the brown ones, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they done. I got to let everybody already know. Got them no more. I want to tell everybody because everybody because <laughs> everybody live in the dream world and flickers bring yeah. you to reality. Yeah. So when you get into it, at least you know what you're getting into. Exactly. And so, did y'all know this? Did you know this when you get into it? And you're like, nah, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be like, you know, the next big thing. And see, I didn't, I didn't know all the detail because I started doing music around 2011. Um. I put out my first album in 12 and went on tour straight from there. So I didn't really get to understand um, everything about how it works online and the standard third streaming and standard third. Plus streaming wasn't, wasn't, even, like, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. even like a big thing then. We were still pushing CDs. Um, so the crazy thing is <laughs> yeah. somebody hit me the other day and was like, I don't even know who it was on Facebook. And sorry if you see this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but they, they they sent me a picture of my first original CD. Wow, I don't, I don't even have it. <laughs> wow. hey, can I get that? That's what I said. Wow. Hey, can I meet up with <laughs> right. you? Let that? me have that. Pay, I pay you for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's still shrink wrapped and everything. Wow. Signature okay. on okay. it, so you know that kind of that was kind of dope to me. But um, I just didn't, you know, didn't didn't understand it then. But now it's just it's a lot. The biggest thing that we fail at as artists and musicians is um promotion mm. marketing and that's that's what gets you the money on the streaming side you have to market your stuff the right way and not even just the right way because nowadays it's not even no right way or right or wrong way to market stuff it's just really something that somebody gonna look at mm. you need something that catches somebody's attention within at least a 10 second span of them scrolling gotta be something you can go through a lot of videos online, and you know, in that first first ten seconds, you're like, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah, that's, right. that's what you need, you know, to to push you where it is. And then it's just once you do that, you got people following, and they just gonna start. It's gonna start sharing and trending. You got a circle of um, people. Make sure they, you know, you getting them to share and post your stuff the right way, right? Because just you know, posting on a story sometimes it just don't do it because some people don't. Look at people's stories. They yeah, get two, yeah. three views. Yeah, yeah and I right. need you when it drop. I need you to put this on your page, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram and Twitter, yeah. all on one. But you only got to keep it up there all day. It's twenty four hours. Right. You can take it off later. But that's it's a it's it's a formula to getting you know getting that type of money. That's why I'm, I'm a hustler as far as singing wise, because um I make way more money performing. Okay. Shows. Yeah. It as a whole, I make a lot of money. But then when you got a team Mm -hmm. that you you know use, and then the team, of course, you appreciate your team. But you got a team that you got to take care of too. Right. Um. That that can be very costly too, especially if you know the outcome of what your team can provide for. So it's basically a gamble. You know, last show I did for the city. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. But uh, I got thirty five hundred for the show, and um, so I was, I think uh, I was, it was uh, contracted to do an hour thirty minutes. But I think I had what three singers, 
four band members, sound tech engineer. So like all that costs, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, that money adds up. So okay. <laughs> you go home with, I yeah. know, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> Got a You go home with, with you know, looking yeah. like, hey, <laughs> I just did all this, yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, that's why I'm on, I'm on like a hustle game because it's um, it's really a lot of money that can be made even with streaming, like um, monetizing. People just don't monetize their stuff, right, right. I would just say monetize everything and don't pay attention to it for a while. Just check it every month or something. Yeah. Where's though? If you're getting people to promote it, you're getting people to push it, get people to download your stuff. That's where it's failing us. So if you are watching artists, drop some music out, get people to download instead of streaming. Streaming, they can stream free mm-hmm. on iTunes for $10 or $19. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. You feel me? So that's just basically a platform that's just hubbing music. But if they download it, then they're buying it. Right. Okay, yeah. Because they already, you know, that that goes with them forever. Okay. If their um, iTunes is off because they ain't pay their phone bill, <laughs> yeah, 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 I've been there. Listen, I'm there right now. So, <laughs> so, so you got the. So I'll be asking you questions, Mike, for the rest of for for the remainder of this one. But I'll be asking you questions between from now and then. I don't think that I'll be asking a series of questions chronologically. Okay. I have now and then. So some of the things I'll be asking you is about today. Some of the things I'll be asking you is about yesterday. I'm going to ask you a today question. Who is your music for? Do you know your demographic? Um, I do. I do know my demographic, but it's not the ideal to everybody else. Um, my, my music is for all um, feel-good music lovers. Your music is for feel good music lovers. What's feel good music? So if it doesn't feel good, meaning I can just take the vocals as a producer, I can just take the vocals out by myself. I can just take the music out by myself, and I can still feel like I can feel it in the room. Um, I I can feel the lyrics. It means something. The musical composition that's behind it, you know, accompanies what's supposed to be there. It just if it if it if it don't feel good, it, it just it don't make sense to me. Meaning, you can walk in a room and in that ten second span of just scrolling, you just like, oh, what's that? That don't feel good. Like or everything you every every bit of music you can't say that about. Right. You know, you got right. some music that sound good. Okay. Or okay. the lyrics is good. 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 But you're talking about the feeling. The overall song. So the vibe has to be. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe, and you call it feel good music. Now I'm I'm. I'm Keep on going. I'm just interjecting before. Just, I just, have a question but, about go, that. Go, yeah. go, 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 do you think that the fee, the that um I guess that passion for the feel good is? Do you think that saved you in in any type of ways? Like, do you feel like there were times when things were down and that type of music was the inspiration, or does that tie into any any way of how or why you want to encourage other people with the feel good music? Um, I would say I'm a watcher, so I I watch what people respond to. Okay. And over the years, shout out to all the 70s, 80s, and 90s music because <laughs> even to this day, you can play it at any time and it'll take you back to a feeling that you had before. It's not, not that none of these songs can either, but it was just a different substance. And when I and that's pretty much why I make the music. If I respond to the people. Like, I make music for the people. It's not okay. even for me. It'll come through me, meaning I give that, I give everything I can for people to feel what I'm doing, but at the end of the day, um, it's if I'm writing a, a a love song, it's for 
somebody else to walk down the outlet, you know, so they can, it can be special to them. Um, if you had a cookout, you know, something that, you know, it's for everybody. We can all feel good. We can all do a line dance together. It can bring us together. Um, you know, just like every type of genre. I mean, my main genre is R&B, so, but I do everything, um, Every it's like a multi genre in one genre because it's feeling in every you know genre. Country music, you got some good country music, got some good hip hop. Every every hip hop you can't feel. Like when you go back to that Big E to Pac and them records come on, you can feel them it's records. All the dream. Like yeah. all this, some of the stuff now you can put it on, you just hear the same beat. Mm-hmm. You can hear you know the same cadences, and all you just hear is that versus what they saying. So, mm-hmm. but, but them records back then. They took time. They took time. They put their right. heart in it. So okay. they made sure if they can feel it, we can feel it. So that feel good music. You said if I take the lyrics out, that means that if I only hear the lyrics, I can feel the vibe from the lyrics. That part. And if I remove the music and just listen to the music, is that what you're saying? Vibe. You can feel the same vibe. So when you are putting this thing together, are you putting it together that way? So what comes with you first, the sound or the words? How does how does it work in your how does it work in the, in the you know in the laboratory of your brain? I can't even, well, not on your podcast, I can't explain how my, my, my brain works. Why not? Because. This is <laughs> this is, no, 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 this uncut. is the podcast for that. All right. Because so you got other people. Who he like, got, bet. Because, no, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you why. No, 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 I'm telling you why, Mike. I'm telling you why, Mike. Because music is a, so what is music, right? So what is music in my definition? Before you let you know, to let you know you got the freedom to. What is music, right? Music is, um, where does the word music comes from? The word music means to muse. Muse, ick. Muse means to think. Music is the art of thinking. So if you don't want people to think, ah, uh, muse. So that's amusing. Mm-hmm. So some people don't need to think because they think too much. <laughs> so music becomes amusing, like an amusement park. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about what I don't want. I don't have to think. Yeah. And that's why amusement parks are set up that way. They set up for you not to think. This is over here is the water park. Mm-hmm. This over here is the roller coasters. You don't have to think. When you walk in the door, it's <laughs> how you feel. Cotton candy right here, it's already there. So you don't have to think. What music is the art of thinking, and people mm-hmm. don't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't want people to think, amuse them. Because mm-hmm. some people overthink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what goes on in the laboratory of your mind, because it's telling us the way you think, other artists are also listening. Yeah. Well, I, me for me, um, lyrics can come from anything. Um, side story, I just be sometimes I hang around friends and we'll be a mid conversation. And I just be like, Hold up. It'll just be like an awkward pause, but they think I'm losing it or something mm-hmm. like that. But you heard something. <laughs> oh my goodness, a whole yeah. song that came a Listen. whole hook or something came to my head for real. So it comes at random times. Um, I'm a you know, I'm a um avid you know cannabis cannabis lover so you know that that kind of plays a good part and that played a big part in music for you know since i started music but uh for me it's just kind of like everything just be everywhere in my head like like a junkie room okay it'd be like a junkie room but then you know indulging it kind of allows me to compartmentalize what i need to you know just take out like boom that hook right there or them words right here, put that beat to that. It allows me to do it versus it being all over the place. So that's kind of one thing they kind of do. And the lyrics that come, again, from anywhere, it can come from a commercial. I just, or hear a conversation, I hear somebody saying something, somebody arguing with somebody. Right. Boom. 
And so she just said something potent. And the, and the cannabis or the smoking, anything else, like that doesn't that doesn't remove the memory. Because when you said you're doing it with friends, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? And I'm a friend. I hear something. Do you, of course, you ain't got no any material. Sometimes you have the material to write down, or you may be just driving. So how do you remember it? Oh man, I got you like keep, three thousand voice notes in my phone. Okay, <laughs> so, so you do, so you do, so you do capture them, man. Yeah, you see that? I'm still yeah. scrolling. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's voice notes. That's Probably ninety five percent of that is either lyrics or random beats I done put together in my head, like um I was you know a beatbox or something, right? And then the rest of them is you know soundtracks and stuff. From yeah. So so you go do the da da do 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 and yeah yeah I do it out loud. I do it. You do it no matter where I'm at. I could be I could be at a library. Right. Yeah. You'll do it and you get yeah, it. loud as I don't what. Right. You put me out, but I'll be still getting that out <laughs> yeah, my head. Yeah. Like hold up. Yeah, got to record this. And so, and so, and that with all of that, it brings you to a place where it brings you to a place where okay, so I got what I need. My question is, how do you put it together? So we know the room is junky. Got it. And so, if I picture a junky room, what am I looking at? Shoes everywhere. Clothes on the floor. Clothes on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Bed not made. I just just, in a junky room. Yeah. Help me understand because I so, can't understand. I mean, that. Just it's just as well as going in a junkie room. What you gonna start with first? Because I can't I can't even you even you know me, I gotta straighten up every chord. Every yeah. when you come in from church, I need, chords are rap. I cannot move when things I, my mind yeah. can't work that way. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go, but even go still ahead. here. Yeah, yeah. I about to say when I used to smoke, which I don't smoke anymore, yeah. it 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 creates a fog, in my opinion, to where as though the details you don't you're not aware of the details. If that okay. makes sense. Like you can be detailed in the music, but like a chord on the floor, like the bed pulled back and not made up. Right. It's like you don't really pay attention. It's, oh, that's that not the priority. That gives me a least. total opposite. Completely foggy. And I'm using I'm, and I'm using this as an example. Like I'm using this as <laughs> an example. Like foggy. how does it go on in your mind when you're saying that, you know, the 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 the, the um uh the library uh, that is called Mike's brain. Okay. When it comes down to music, uh-huh. it's like a junkie room. So, so I get what you're saying. How does it so, work? How does it work? Let me, let me just, I guess, say specifically, if okay. I'm if I already got an idea for lyrics, the first thing I'm starting with when I open my door is the kick. The drums. Okay. Of everything. Because the drums are foundation. If you can feel the beat, you can really put anything musical behind it if the beat is there. But again, once you make sense of the music that goes with the beat, it's just like a marriage. It just, it just connect, you know. And then you just sit there losing your mind, like yo, this feel crazy. But it's more so. I start with the drums first. Start with the drums. Um, it depends if if you know. It's always different ways. But even if I'm if I got lyrics or somebody sent me a song, and it's just lyrics or something, I got to create the music behind it. I'm starting with. Usually the tempo, and that's the that's the beat. You know, more so like how's this gonna go first, and if that's there, then I'll go in and start creating from there. Click track, which is still the beat. You feel what I'm saying? And then I build from there keys and everything else. Usually it start with keys. Once I got keys in there, I'm focused back on the drums, then so bass. If the room is junky, right? Starting off, just going back to that. So if the room is junky and um, you're saying that the cannabis helps to organize those things for you Absolutely. to be able to like, like, uh, like specifically put each thing in where it needs Absolutely. to go. It okay. kind of, it kind of, 
when I leave from downstairs to go up to my room, just give you the walk by walk, mm-hmm. it's already registered in my mind while I'm walking upstairs. It seems, okay. you know, it probably seems like it's five minutes, even though it's only one second <laughs> to get up there, but I'm registering, all right, boom, the shoes first. Okay. Clothes. Clothes going to one corner. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Make it a bed. Everything is like right behind each other, but I'm knocking everything out. So, and even with me being in detail of it, like I'll be shoes, like I'm real going anal. My son will tell you, like, shoes by the door, they better be straight. Like, okay. I be t- okay. <laughs> so it's more so like I be, I be on point with it. Like, so it sounds like organized chaos. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but now I, have, I have a psychological question to ask you. And this is a real question because Cat Williams was, Cat Williams, He's, they were saying that he does the same thing. And that is create chaos to find order in his comedy. Mm-hmm. Because Cat Williams, they, if y'all go listen to the interview by Cat Williams, y'all notice Cat Williams don't do no small um, comedy sessions. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do any small. You have never seen Cat Williams in a small, you know, sometimes um, um, comedians, if y'all don't know this, comedians usually go to small little back alleys, small rooms to sharpen up their skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams, you have never seen... Cat Williams in a small back alley, you know, show doing comedy. Yeah, no. he, he, he said he don't have to do it because he said, I trust what I do. Mm-hmm. And my audience give me who I, what I am and I give them what they ask for. I am them. So you'll never find me in some little hole in the wall trying to sharpen my skills. That's for them. That ain't for me. And what you saying there, not to cut you off? Go for it. That's the mentality I had since That's what I was asked. That's what I'm asking. You can't catch me at nobody's open mic. I'm listening. Or nobody karaoke unless two things. Unless the DJ I know, uh-huh. less security that I know, and they say, yo, come through, and right. you know, just come on in. But I haven't done an a, a open mic run in years, probably since 2012. Okay. Because not even though I got my own and I opened that, you know, a couple years ago, that just wasn't my thing. I'm not doing right. an open mic. Like, right. Because I know that I'm going to go ahead and sing. We got to go ahead and do a show. It's, yeah. I'm about to be wasting time for real. Right. Mm. And that, that was a, a bad mindset, too, at the same time. Because I could, you know, be gaining fans and friends from that way, too. But when people look at you like that, then they're going, you know, just look at you as, you know, oh, he's just like anybody else. I understand but that. Nobody yeah. can say yeah. that they caught me at no open mic. Got it. Really. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you know. Cat Wim said the same thing. So they asked. So so the 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 consensus were the consensus was that since you don't do that, in order to get material, you live a little ratchet mm-hmm. to create that material. You you make your own chaos. So you get you do stupid stuff, fight little fourteen year old guys on, in, in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm okay. saying? Talk about his little, and then he make that part of his comedy. Mm-hmm. Is that how? Is that is that was is, is that what you're doing in your mind? You don't do it in your mind, do you? Just you don't do that to find yourself at a place where I can find the music. Oh. No, I, I can't do your life. You know, it's kind of half and half because uh, a lot of songs, like if I'm writing a love song or a breakup song or something, I've been through breakups. But do you don't make a breakup to make the song? No, no, no. It is just I've been through breakups, so I know how it feels. So and I know that I'm not the only one that you know, feel or have felt that way out of all the millions of people in the world. So I know it got to touch somebody, you know, if it's, you know, what, 500,000 people in Baltimore alone? Yeah. It got to be at least 200,000 that <laughs> went through some stuff for real. So, you know, if I can yeah. get it to them, I'm sure they can, you know, relate, you know, even if they just hear it from one time. So that's kind of okay. the way I think, the way I think about it. Even with um happy songs, like, you know, cookout stuff or right. party stuff or 
you know, inspirational stuff. Like I've lived, I live what I sing about. So everything, I, um, everything, I, any record I got, everything I've done in it. So it's like I, I'm just trying to speak for myself because I know I can relate to somebody out there. Have you ever, um, Tig? I got a million questions. Go ahead. Go ahead. Have you ever have you ever written something you didn't experience? And can you tell when somebody is singing something they've never experienced? No. You've never written anything that you've never experienced? No. Can you tell a person who sings about love but he's never been in love? Or is singing about the streets when they really haven't been in the streets? Can you tell? Like, nah, that's not real. You can't really tell. I can they, tell it, people preaching. You, yeah, you ain't living you, that. Yeah, you can tell. See, certain things, it depends. Um, on, on CD... On, right. on records, writing, on on writing, sometimes you can't tell, you can't tell, yeah, because people gonna put what you want to hear in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, one thing you can't hide is the passion of when you execute it. You right. know, like when I'm on stage, people will know, like oh, that boy singing that. That he really feel that. Right. He that 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 means something to him. Yeah. Versus me, you know, just up there, you know. But on CDs, anybody can go in the studio and be like, I need you to roar. I need you to make make it make me sound convinced or something right. like that. I like, can do it anyway, but you, you got You can't hide it when you're showing it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One of the things I respect about Kanye West is Kanye West never tried to be a gangster rapper. Never. And he made it not trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He made it not trying to be that. Mm-hmm. He there 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 are no drug in the in the in the um in the um trunk stories. Right. There is no trap songs. There are no guns in my back pocket while I'm. He walking got some that stuff that he talked about. Some stuff in there, and especially in the graduation album. Okay. Um, it's just to me, Kanye was talk about dropping out. No, Kanye was pretty out. much. He was pretty much just doing stuff <laughs> because he didn't understand, and then he was doing stuff to fit in. Meaning, like a lot of stuff he done, like. A lot of lifestyles. I mean, even in if you go through some of the songs, like, um, it's just more so from my understanding. He was just he was a uh, he went through a lot of stuff. He tried some stuff. It okay. ain't worked. It ain't okay. And he knew that he wasn't like these other. You feel me? Right. He was something different for real. So right. like, and then for him being one of the greatest rappers alive, of course, it's not even just rappers, just creatives, because there's a lot of people that got rapping, but. When you put the package together, when you clean the room, he clean he cleans the room very that's what well. I, that's what I'm saying. I he think I think we're right kind of saying the same thing. I think he became. I think he is who he is because he ain't try to be who he wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you have more room to create when you have when you have removed mm-hmm. the 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 phoniness. Yeah. When you authentic, all I get all I, I I'm okay being me. Mm-hmm. The creative is the only area I can operate in. Yeah. Cause I'm in my own skin. Yes, you know, and I feel that way about artists. When artists are real, when Mike came to the church, when Mike came to the church, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people can tell what happened, right? And, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, you got Mike over there. I got fifty fifty. Some of the old school saints saying, hey, uh, mm-hmm. what, what we gonna do, right? Then some of the new school saints was like, you know what, y'all, y'all gonna be good. He's good. You know, some of them pastors that was like, you know, strict. Like, yeah, you you gonna put him on camera? <laughs> he in front of the church, you know what he you know? And so I'm watching this. But that's, that's yeah, funny that some you of the things that, that yeah, can I get I, out like go can ahead. I, can I make a pause? Go ahead, go for I want to shout out a few passes real quick. <laughs> can I do that real quick? Go for it, man. Go ahead. This gonna be good, passes. First of all, let's shout out Pastor Ashley Flick. Let's say that first. 
Shout out to Pastor Clay Von Burston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Clay. Yeah. Clay one time he was good. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Pastor Clay, like if 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 it's not a lot of pastors that still look at me as a human being. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that's mon- that's a real monster. Talk. A monster I'm about to say, what's the opposite of a human being? Like an alien. Alien. <laughs> Martian. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Shout out to um Clayvon Burston. Shout out to Brian Martin too. Yeah, Brian, yeah. Um and Leroy died. That's from Baltimore. My brother, of course. My brother's a minister too. So yeah, yeah. He always, no matter what he do, he always, he always knows his brother gonna come. He'll call me when he gotta go preach. Be right on the organ. Be like, yeah, this is my brother on organ. We used to grow up, you know. So that that always, um, that always was love for me. It's a few other pastors too, but I can't really think of them. Oh, Oscar Brown. Shout out to Oscar Brown too. Okay. Um, and, you know, he has more of like a, you know, bigger church, and just for him. Um, being receptive as he is to me, and of course knowing a lot of people, it's just like he still look at me as oh, Mike can play. Mike got the ball, but Mike ain't no joke too. Right. So me being there all that you know time, he kind of experienced all those situations. So that kind of make me feel like there is still hope in pastors, you know, because a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people nah, like, nah for real man There's a lot of people That you? don't like church Or like church Because of pastors Or musicians That don't like church Because of pastors um, And artists too You know But it is some good churches Out here man A lot of people If you pay attention to it There's a lot of musicians That only really go Just to get paid Or you know A it's lot a job, of musicians Don't job. go to help Like uh-huh. the ministry grow And that's Because of leadership too When you respect leadership Then you'll kind of Go above and beyond Doing stuff You know that's outside of your job description because right. of the love that you got. You feel me? And I I haven't shown that to everybody. You feel me? So because I haven't got it from everybody, especially being playing in the church for so long. I think I'm one of the longest, youngest musicians Dang. that's been playing around for a while. You know, after the quote unquote OGs now to this time, Kenny Shelton, Justin Savage. Wasn't really too many under them playing, you know, consistently. Like, I was playing before a lot of these musicians that's really killing now. So on TV and all that stuff. You was playing before them? I, I watched them. Okay. Come, I watched them come in. Okay. And I, I, and I, really, I really love it because it's, it's showing me two things. It showed me one thing that I could have been so much better if I would have kept to it. But then it's showing me the other thing is I can still be better if I keep to it. And okay. what's better? Like what's better musically like, for you? In the, that better because I feel like you are like what is yeah. But better? it's a lot of it's a lot of musicians that can play me under the water. Okay, like okay. I can play, but yeah, it's it's a lot of musicians that just got it. They 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 got they got it. Singers too. Like that's why I can't nobody do me better than I can do me. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody sing my song better than I can sing my song with that passion because that's the first time, once they hear it for the first time and they fall in love with it, other people can sing it, but they just like, yo, well, Mike sings joint, you know, and I experienced that singing, Bring You Down, um, the reggae song. I, uh-huh. I experienced that probably like a couple months ago at Feel Good. And um, I didn't even get to the first couple words of the song. The whole building was singing it. Wow. And I'm just good. like, all right, I that feel good. In my mind, I was like, y'all ain't gonna let me sing, <laughs> right? Like, no, we not. They sung all the verses, the parts, the ad libs, and everything. I said, hey, but that you know, that's what when people like when it feel good to people, it's going to digest automatically. 
So that's just kind of where I've been at with that. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to those shout out to those pastors, those <laughs> yeah, men, those, those, those ministers. And it's funny that um, uh, Clay Bryan and uh, Leroy, and I call them by their first name respectfully. I know they pastors, bishops, and apostles. Well, so I, I respect them. Uh, I respect all of them. But we just talking like you know, and, and uh, um, they they are close yeah. to each other. So they are brothers. Mm. So they come up understanding what is and what's not, how it is and 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 how it. And how it should be, and what it can be. Mm. When I first brought Mike over, the old folk was saying, "What are you doing?" New folk said, "You're gonna be okay." Old folk were like, "Hey, you might wanna, <laughs> you might wanna check his resume." They not knowing we were already like family. Right, right. That's what they didn't know. You know, we they didn't know that part. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all. It, you know, I know this man's. You know, I know yeah, him. Like you I know, know him. I knew him before he, he had a mustache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like so, y'all. What y'all telling me? Yeah, what y'all telling me? I heard. Don't care and anything else. So then I prayed about it. And so when I prayed about it, and of course I never told you. And then, but we here, I mean, pastor, pastor. The Lord said you're dealing with a modern day David. Mm. He's not perfect, but he's real. He, he ain't, he, he's not, but who is? Mm-hmm. He's real. And you can, and you can build what you need to build with someone who is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just build it. They're not phony. They're not trying to be one way here and somewhere else there. Yeah. If I'm here, I'm here. If I'm there and you catch me there, I'm there. <laughs> you know, it is mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to look at this and that, but that's the answer I got when I prayed about it. And a lot of our pastors and ministers and you know, we're not praying about these things. Yeah. There was a sermon that was spoken um, last Friday by Bishop, I believe his name is Ralph, Apostle Archbishop or Apostle. I want to make sure Ralph Dennis. He preached it at, I believe that's his name, right? Uh-huh. Bishop Dennis? Ralph Bishop. Dennis? Yeah, I think it's Dennis, right? Yeah, it's Ralph Dennis. Yeah. Ralph Dennis. Good. He preached a sermon. And I, 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 I'm a cropper and send it to my church. He, was a, he preached it at um, uh, uh, um, uh, Aaron Hannah. Okay. Aaron Hanna was, you know, becoming an apostle, accepted that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Yep, Aaron yeah, Aaron Hanna, yeah. So I, I watched it, and he preached a sermon called The Woke Apostle. Mm. And he said the woke apostle, have, they have the ability to marry or bridge what he called the secular and the sacred. Wow. And I have been operating in this for some time now. Yeah. So I have been able to merge, not the two in the sense of making them one, by helping us understand that everything sacred is not worldly. That's mm-hmm. good. But because you don't understand mm-hmm. the language, and you don't understand the people, mm-hmm. and you don't understand that, I, I can get biblical and theological, but I don't feel like it tonight. But I understand it. God understands it as well. Yeah. What, y'all, what most folk in church call sanctified, it's just being ultra-religious. Yeah, agreed. It's really not holiness. It's being ultra religious. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it is. You you just you just I, I teach it all the time. Ultra it, it's you're ultra religious. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you was a Muslim, you were out Muhammad Muhammad, <laughs> and if you was Catholic, you were out Pope the Pope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just ultra religious. Yeah. You big hitting bad in the best of them. Mm. And I'm like, y'all don't know the difference. And I told people, you do know if you use church as a drug. You're getting high for this. Mm, yeah. It's the same, same high as getting high for anything thing. else. Yes. You're using, you're using this as an, if you're using it, you're using it as an escape. Yes. 
improper use of. You're, you're using, it's the same thing. You're mm-hmm. trying to get away from something. Yeah. So I'm coming in like, hey, we ain't trying to get away from anything. We're trying to be equipped to go back to it. Mm. That part. It's a big difference. Mm. It's a major difference. So when I started learning ministry like this, and then after Mike, Mike then brought other people in the church with him, that I'm looking like, what are we doing? And so he brought singers in mm-hmm. that was untraditional, mm-hmm. um, artists in that were untraditional. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, what's going on? So I'm looking at my pulpit, and my pulpit looks different. Because if you see my pulpit now, it don't look like it looked pre-COVID. Yeah, It looks completely different. Now all of a sudden, Flick is letting anybody on his pulpit. No, Flick is don't. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I know. I pray. Yeah. I ask. These people here got good hearts. Yes. Oh, and it's the, the and it's, they got good hearts. Mm-hmm. And God does not judge the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. He looks at the heart. And it made me look at ministry in a different light. Because mm. now if the heart of a man or woman is pure, the rest, the, all the other things that they experience, they may experience because they're upbringing, what they had to deal with. Some of them had to raise themselves. Yeah. Still dealing with Some still mm-hmm. dealing with some stuff. No one's talking about the inner demons. Right. Why I got to deal with my, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm dealing with the pressure of all these inner demons. So on the back side of my brain, I got all these demons I'm dealing with. But on the front side, I got 12 bills that I can't, you know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like balancing all of this. And then what you going to do? No, I'll just sit in the back. They're too gifted, too anointed, too powerful. No, 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 no. no. That's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. You can't handle it. They don't belong in your church. So now I know who I'm dealing with. And so God give me a word. Yeah. To feed them. Give me a word to minister to them. My church like, man, you. I used to preach an hour and a half. I said, no, they, didn't, they don't need that. Mm-hmm. I cut it down to a half hour. No, Tia. Oh, yes, amen. Hour and a half. Two sometimes. Me. Because <laughs> the church folk just give me more, you know. We want more. That was one of them. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> I get on the floor at 11.15. We, you- we don't leave till, till 1.30. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it was late. We was late. It was Not late. cutting you off, don't though. Fall. But what you're saying is... Is real much facts though because, like, Gabby is one of my best friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She don't do nobody's church, man. <laughs> she don't go to nobody's show. Like, listen to no preachers, man. Gabby's, I love her. Gabby, you probably gonna get me for this. <laughs> Gabby, hey, is Gabby. As, Gabby is as hood as it comes. Oh my goodness. She says sweet and everything. She she definitely has that down pack. Right. But she she, she don't play no games. Mm-hmm. And for you to have her, you know, and, and you know. You run your business and your church, you know, very great. And, you know, you take care of Pastor Flick and take care of business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> so, you know, even though we, you know, even though we're hired here right. and we do appreciate it, we we love God at the same time. Mm-hmm. And for you to have her here wanting to hear. And mm. after we leave wow. here... After the game is over, we still talking about man. Pastor had a word today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over at her like, oh yeah, he did. No accent. I said, oh, you was listening, listening. Yeah. But it's it's sinking because you know, as since she been here, I haven't been. You know, we really had no conversations with nobody like that. You know about after church. You know after church, how church, how good church oh, okay. was, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. how the word was and stuff like that. Usually it's just Sundays. So okay, you know, but. Every week, every every time I know you preach, preaching is yeah. feeling. She yeah. t- she feeling it. Yeah. Oh yeah, she talks about it. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. get a call like that. Pastor almost, 
And even um Nay. Our, our media. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, Pastor can't make me cry no more. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Put it all back. out. <laughs> everybody get it. They know. They know. Hey, 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 she hey. said, but that that made me that that um definitely made me smile though, because right. you know, she wasn't going to church. Mm-hmm. And even though she got hired for a job, her soul is getting saved at the same time. Right. Because mm-hmm. things that she's talking about now, like verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reading the scriptures that 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 even though like, you wow. said them over, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're wow. already digested in her spirit wow. before she good, get them. Good, so good, it's good. like that the little stuff. Right. That's the little stuff. So I do appreciate you. Shout yeah, out yeah, to Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come on. Yeah. So so when and, and then so it made me change. And and in making me change, it causes others to see that no matter what you think you know, mm-hmm. you don't know everything. You have no idea. So God can send you people that shift and causes you to transition within your own ministry so that you can humble yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, there's another way of doing it. There's another way to do this. Mm-hmm. And move in it like that. Uh, so so I, I learned it. So we're going to crop that sermon out by Bishop by, by Archbishop Dennis. We're going to crop it out, and we're going. I'm going to put it on the page. It's a beautiful sermon. I recommend it. Everyone listen to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I told you you going back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. A couple more questions. You got something to Yeah, I have a Go question. Go for it. Um, so, in regards to that, so as far as reputation, for those that, I mean, we, we know you, but, like, for those who are uh, viewing that might not be that familiar, what is this reputation that uh, that you have? Like, what do people think when they first think of Mike Thomas? I mean, so many different great things as well, but, like, what? Why does why is that a thing? Well, the first thing probably is keyboard player okay because that was um that was pretty much a big staple situation when i when i did have the passion like i you know did back then i was playing for a lot of people i mean people was always seeing me you know places um and then um again shout out to brian martin because i was playing for him and if anybody knows him he's always he's a traveling preacher (laughs) so if he's somewhere, I'm I'm somewhere. You okay. know, that's kind of how I was with Batman and Robin. For real. So, um, I was um, I was Batman. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sitting on this to everybody. Like, he, get, he getting them today, boy. Mikey T. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That's my, that's my guy. That's my guy for real. Batman. Um, but no, nah, it was it was pretty much that. So I, I had that reputation of being a musician, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, once I lost that passion for it, just the chasing it, you know, I wanted to sing. And okay. I wanted to put out my music, so that kind of was that. All right, bet now everybody like, oh, we can sing. So, you know, that was that was more that drive. But the reputation I believe I have here is, you know, I'm a I'm a good guy, of good character. Mm-hmm. People know I'm loyal. Okay. I'm definitely gonna hold you down if you um you hold me down. You know, we straight. We um we gotta understand it, and we good. You know, I don't. It's a few people that crossed me over the years, and um. It really hurt, you know, and even when I think about it now, like certain situations, but I learned from those situations. And I've I've learned before even then that uh, everybody not going where you're going. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, that next level of, you know, where you're going requires isolation, even from the things that you're used to. Exactly. And that's kind of pretty much how I look at it now. So friends that I've lost, I ain't, I ain't lose them. It's just more so they just was removed for, you know, because that season was over. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
a back and forth question. When you when did you know RNB, which stands for Rhythm, Rhythm and, blues? and Blues? That's right. Mm-hmm. Rhythm and Blues. When did you know RNB would be the lane that you grabbed the lion's share? Man, when I heard um Drifting on a memory. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I think it was because uh, I was listening to music. So this had to be like, this had to be like the late 90s. Um, probably like 97 or 98. You was a kid. Yeah, I was young. But um, music was, you know, my grandmother, my grandfather, they they played the, the, the hits. Okay. You know, so like when I heard that, then I got stuck on Marvin Gaye. Like, I was just listening to stuff that I wasn't supposed to be listening to, right, so that right. kind of made it a, a little spicy for me. Okay, <laughs> got to okay. sneak and listen to it, right. and then it just became addictive. Like, okay. Um, then I just realized, like, man, this feel like church. Wow. You know? Explain. Like, I feel like everything from R&B comes from church. Mm-hmm. I feel like church is the foundation um, R&B is just on steroids Okay you know? So it's just like We just Like it's a lot of songs You can take That's from gospel And put an R&B song Straight to it mm-hmm. You know Same thing with Vice versa You know okay. So um, That was kind of like To me R&B man Is It's really unexplainable It's a, it's a feeling Like Hip hop To me is a sound you can feel some hip hop, but majority of real R and B, it's a feeling. Like you can, you can feel it versus just hearing it. Mm. Like again, that song. I'm sure y'all can hear it ringing right now. Probably right, right, right. Yeah. But when that joint drop, <laughs> for the love, just the lyrics, everything. Like I was young too, but I'm learning what these words mean. Mm-hmm. Like. What's, what is he talking about? Right. When you when you heard it, like, prior to hearing that particular song, like, were you already creating, like, the R&B lyrics? Mm-mm. Like, the stuff that was that triggered everything? Nah. Nah, I probably heard that song. I probably let that song probably digested in my spirit um, as I got older, probably around 19, 20, like, really word for word, like, oh, I was young when I heard this, but... Now I know. Now I know what it means. Okay. Because I'm into it. Like, I'm into music now. I'm not just hearing it. I'm I'm doing my research on music, learning what high bars should go. Why Why did he make this phrase here? Why mm. Why was this bridge right here? What story he was telling mm-hmm. the lead up is? Because a lot of these songs back then are stories. Yeah. And then I had to learn, understand how to, you know, create stories and build stories as a, you know, musical author. You know, so that kind of... I didn't really understand it then, but now it's like I do understand it. So, yeah, that was that was a that was a big record, and R. Kelly, R. Kelly, Usher, all of them was the webs to why I do what I do now. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, so that was so that's where and that's when you knew that this is when you knew that you know. RB was the lane I'm going to, you know, park my anchor. It may not be where I stay or I don't know. I don't I don't I'm not sure what you're going. I'm not sure. I'm just saying this seems to be 
This is the lane from which you're walking in. Mm -hmm. You're so good at gospel. Yeah. So for you to be good at is there ever wrestling going on in you? Because when you when you when you sing gospel music, man, the tears, the people, the memory, the sound, the you know what I'm saying? When you sing, it's like it does something to the room, to the atmosphere. It just, you know, when you say, okay, I'm taking that, are you saying that I'm taking that feel over to R&B? Or are you saying, hey, there's a sound for R&B that I'm trying to get, sound for gospel that I have because I was raised up in it? Mm -hmm. well, I mean, how, how, are you, how are you dealing with this in your brain? See, I never sung in the forefront in church. Okay. I was always the musician. I never was like praise and worship leader or, you know, the one that they call to sing the leads and stuff like that. So I was always in the background. So until I started doing R&B was when I was out there, which gave me the experience of loving what I do. Okay. And then, you know, soul is really just in me. Church is just like, you know, the raspiness. is they call it, you know. The raspiness is all like he got that that grit to him or whatever, how that situation. That's That's really... Because I'm singing how I feel. And in church, you're taught, you know, pretty much to sing. Sing it in rehearsal. Sing from your belly. We sing this song. And every song that was, you know, that I heard coming up, they were songs that people were singing from their diaphragm. Like, really singing. So it was like you couldn't sing it pretty. Like, you know, I searched all over. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could. You got to sing it. Like, sing that joint like you mean it. Even right. though that's a current song. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. You know, it was more so like, yeah, I had to had to do that. But R&B just was more so like, I can be free. I can do what I want to do on stage. I can, I can sing, and then I don't got to really fake nothing or act all holy. And, you know, in church coming up, man, the singing aspect, it was a lot with singing. Let it happen, man. You Let can't just sing. Ahead. You we you doing praise and worship. You got to have a tongue in there. You got to uh got to have a little walk over. You gotta have the, the the stank face that you look like God is using you or something right. like that. Like <laughs> it's just it's just a lot for real. And then number number two for real, it ain't no money in gospel music. Okay. And I'm this what I'm doing is to, to take care of my family. Like I'm doing okay, this. He said he said, listen everybody. So he's talking to the gospel music listeners. Yeah. And supporters. I ain't talking about the uh Kurt Franklin. No, no, no. The, I'm talking but I'm talking about the people who listen to, the, to this music. Yeah, yeah. He said there is no money in gospel music. There ain't no money in gospel there music. There are but there are people who got money in the gospel. Yeah, they do got they money. They just ain't putting it in the music. A lot of people been saving. Mm -hmm. A lot of people saving. You know, a lot of people saving, saving money. Mm -hmm. Um because they ain't splurging on Doing what the world will be doing because they, you okay. know, want to be okay. quote unquote holy. Okay. Then you got a lot of people that just, um, they putting a lot of stuff into businesses and stuff like that too, a lot of gospel artists. But at the end of the day, it's not really like. It's not lucrative? No. Nah. Man, you can pick you can pick one of the, the C list hip hop artists right now and they can go make $150,000 okay. for one song. Mm. Song next day out that came out, a college paid, a college paid. Uh, what's his name? Roddy Rex? Is it Roddy Rex or one of them? It's one of them. But I, I seen the interview. They paid this nigga fifty bands mm. to perform a song that wasn't even out yet. Wow. Okay. That they just heard through somebody. Just like if you just send me a song right now and say, "Hey, I need you tomorrow right. at so and so in college." Fifty bands. I ain't got no music out. I ain't got nothing out. I barely put this song out. 
got it. No matter. You know, no, gospel music. So gospel music. Uh-huh. You're saying gospel music. It's not yeah. lucrative. Gospel music hits come from. Yeah, I mean the hits, and even even still with the hits, if people ain't streaming it, that ain't making no money. This streaming game has messed up the the, yeah, the yeah, hustle yeah, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, it's just it's terrible on hip hop artists because they shows and stuff like the festivals. They they kind of fail. You they, people come out to sing see singers and you know stuff okay. like that. They pay okay. the money for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's just it's really it's really not no money. You got, got church it. and stuff like that. Yeah, preaching and stuff like that. Um, that's why they doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Jake's ain't just preaching. That's right. That's right. I don't. I, you know, I, I believe it. You know how I believe it? Because during the pandemic, most of them singers became pastors. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> like they just opened up churches. Yeah. I'm like, why do you open up a church? <laughs> like, yeah, I know that's not a pastor. You needed some money, mm. and that's why you couldn't touring, wow. wasn't traveling. So you opened up a church, and a lot of singers, gospel singers, became pastors during the pandemic. No, that was not a calling, y'all. Mm. That was a business move. You got to be famous to get ten thousand dollars coming to a church. Mm. Okay, you gotta have a name. Okay, mm. you just gotta have a name. Like you gotta be a, you know. I know Kurt probably making more. That's why he don't do just random church stuff too. Mm. You know, right. They doing arenas and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like on this, uh, and it's kind of like you just setting yourself up to know that I'm not doing that stuff. Mm. Beyonce was my first example of that. Like she's one of my favorite artists of all times. Okay, and she's not the greatest singer to me. Because Brandy is the queen to me. But um, Beyonce is our overall one of the best artists. Just as far as if you listen to any record she got right now, it's flawless. Vocally, musically, mixing. Her high grind, performance. high performance. High That's performance. The, we ain't even get to the shows yet. Yeah. The live <laughs> shows be just out of control. Yeah. It's 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 experience that they you know she wants you want to stay with you. So you'll you will spend that. Twenty five hundred dollars mm. next time she mm. come down. Mm. Here, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Mm. So mm. it's like, and I saying that um, and I know gospel artists they give a good show too, but um, it's it's you not you not they're not making that. Okay, they're not making that. I have a question. So when you um when you sing, obviously for me it's extremely authentic. It's from the heart. It's um whether it's R and B or whether it's gospel. But when you were saying that um like you noticed that. I guess some people have to put on like a, like you got to do a tongue or you got to do these things. Do you ever feel like, have you ever felt like you've had to do that? Do you separate that from yourself? And do you believe that those that do do that or into that, that's not like real or it's, it's phony or what is your, what's your look outlook on that? I mean, I'm I'm not going to blatantly say it's, it's a phony situation for people to be doing that while they're doing praise and worship because some people do feel God and, you know, it does move. And, you know, we all understand if you feel God because we done felt him right after that, you know, or before the tongue came or before the quicken came or however the situation is. Yeah. Um, the Holy Ghost speaks to each other, you know. It's, but at the end of the day, um, as far as me, I just never felt like I had to. I feel like God has used me before. Um, singing in church now. I've sung in church, but I think I only let praise and worship here one time. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, but I, I don't do that. I don't get up in front of people because two reasons is I'm not that holy to be really in my mind sitting in front of people. You know, presenting something if I'm not ready. My spirit gotta be right if I'm leading praise and worship. Like everything gotta be to me because even within that little bit of time. 
that's my position to to do what I got to do, save souls, deliver. You feel me? Deliver what I need to deliver and get out the way and let God do what he got to do. So that's one reason why I look at it, and I know it's a little deep, but at the end of the day, and then the second reason is, as an R&B singer, I don't like singing in church because I might slip up and say, hey, baby, or <laughs> honey, or sexy, honey. or something like that. And then say, so be looking Ooh, at me, yeah. it gets you feel too good. Bad killer, you just be like. All the cuties with your hands up. Like, yeah, like no, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> no but yeah, that's just, um, I don't know. That's just not, that's not my thing. Preaching even, you know, I never looked at it. Some people just, oh, I think I could do that or preach or I think they can just make a, you know. Some bread off of preaching or whatever. I just won't you won't see me put myself in those lanes. Okay. Okay. Will you ever make a gospel album? No. I I w I'm not even gonna say no. I would say I would like to not to. I would like to not to. <laughs> we knew what you meant. <laughs> I would like to not to. Yeah. Um Why? Because it's it's just not my thing. Um You don't own, you don't owe the gospel community anything? I don't owe the gospel community nothing. Really? You started that, in the gospel community, but uh, what we, do you we mean? Go down oh. stories. What we, I mean, what I mean by oh, yeah. What I mean is, do you pay homage to what you come out of? Yeah, the gospel music and the gospel uh, scene ain't put me on nothing. Is writing the album? I mean, is putting the album out paying homage, homage? to? If I was so, if it in, in my mind it to would me, be it what the gospel to me industry do for me. It I, made you came up through gospel. I've been doing music here. I told you you're three chords. I've been doing music here. I've been putting out music. He wants you to write album, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not happening. Go ahead, man. I've been doing music. I've been music out since 2012 here. Okay. Just about all the radio hosts. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Y'all know uh, me. Okay. They know me. Okay. It's about 95% of them. In the, well, currently, probably, you got new, new heads on there. But during that time, yeah. 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 I knew pretty much all of them. So, so it's, it's just a no. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it got to take something to really push me there. God forbid if anything happened to my mom's or something like that, yeah. I would do it because I know that's what she wanted me to do. I think I'm saying the same thing, but that's kind of like a I don't that's I owe her. I don't owe the gospel industry nothing. But it's gospel music. Nah, I would. But you wouldn't be doing it for the purpose of yeah, giving back be. to the gospel community because nah, he. Came I mean, up and in shout it. out to the gospel community. Of course, I, I love it. You know, don't think y'all don't think because hey, y'all ain't been calling me at your church anyway, so <laughs> it's not it's not bothering <laughs> you know. But but even even still, <laughs> you know, if you do, I, it's gonna be a blessing. You know, you going you know we you know we're gonna turn up. But uh, other than that, it's for it's, I would do it for my mom. So you do it for your mother. That's that's probably okay. Shit. Okay, good, good. Well, unless God woke me up at three in the morning and says, "Now, son, now, now." Right. Like he gave me a few songs. I've um, I actually do have like an EP I can put out if I just oh, was going, if I was just going to do it. Oh, right, but you're not you're not <laughs> yeah. good to. Do that. I wrote them over the years, and mm -hmm. they just all over the place. But okay. if I just said somebody say you got to put out one tomorrow, right? Okay. I mean, you wrote one on out. Um, EP, you can be yeah, very, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so but no you just album, don't okay. want to, yeah, you just it. don't want to do it, all right? Hey, because there ain't no money in it, man. All right, be but, putting it out for no reason. Oh my god, that's but like putting you, on all white and going out to the front yard, <laughs> oh, rolling around in the. He ain't got nothing to do today. <laughs> you fresh oh, as a dice cold, in the mirror. <laughs> oh what you about to say? To I was going to say I wanted to get I wanted to get back to the Owen thing. Like okay, how? how so know, so so part of what I so I I am a um I'm I'm generational mm -hmm. I, I'm generational and I'm, I I've I've been taught this as as in my DNA I've been bred my father my grandmother 
my great grandmother. Mm-hmm. You got it. Certain things that I do, I do it to honor them. Okay. There are certain things I do that I don't have to do. I do it to honor them. In this church right here, there's about, about 60 seats in this church. There was a pew in the back seat for a minute. I wouldn't move the pew when we got cheers mm-hmm. to honor the people that says I need that old school feel. And I tried to hold on that pew so long that I put it up front. Yeah. Like I put it on the pulpit. In the corner. Yeah, in the corner. So just a part Praise of me. Yeah, I'm just, sorry, I told Pastor to get that <laughs> out of here. Yes, he did. It was homage. Yes. Yes, he did. Man, honor. This don't match, man. <laughs> I had that all blue season. I had that one brown pew. It's gone. Just y'all. it's gone. We got to get rid of it. Yo. My mother, like, Thanks, where Mike. my pew? I'm like, Ma, we just had them. Thanks, Mike. Uh, so, but I'm saying that part of my life, part of me saying, okay. I have to give them or give or pay homage to or mm. give them something. That's, that's how I feel about everything that I do. I just feel like it's an honor thing. I don't have to, but this is where I came from. This is where I started. And I want to make that a part of my repertoire or a part of my legacy or a part of my, if, if need be, a part of my industry. But it has to be marked somewhere in the volume of my life because it's made me who I am. And I'm all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, this is who I am. And I want you to get some of that too. And that's what I mean by paying homage. And that's what I mean by going back. That's what I mean by writing. This is what I mean. Some of the things that I preach and mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. I do, I'm just paying homage to my father. Yeah. So it's just part of yeah. me. This is how I do. I think that, you know? um, I, think that uh, I, I do still pay homage, but it's, it's, I just never really wanted to put, out it, put it in a body of work mm-hmm. because... Um, First of all, it's a lot of everybody putting on gospel music, and a lot of this stuff is not making sense too. Um, Jason Nelson said this probably years years ago. He was like, "People just not talking about nothing in their music, especially gospel music." But even still, with me, um, people know that I'm from that church, you know, lineage. Like people know that um, even if he wasn't in church like that all the time, he was there. You know, like people can hear it even when I do R and B shows. Like, and sometimes it gets so good wherever we at, man. It's been too many drunk nights that feel good that um we don't wind up ending it off with a gospel song and right. everybody in there. So you filled give up. gospel concerts and all kind of things. I've, man, it gets it is. gets crazy. Like, and people know, and when they when they feel that shift, mm. they know it's like, oh, it's a wrap. Mm. Like, and and sometimes it be in our purest our purest forms. And people say you're not pure when you when you intoxicated. We be pretty much pure. Right. <laughs> we pretty much just, you know, open. There's nothing really on our mind to distract us from what we doing, singing. Mm-hmm. We be all and you know, and when when it do turn into when he do come in the room and sit on us, no matter where we at, people already know, like, oh yeah. And I'm I'm just like Fantasia or Charlie Wilson, man. I'm not I'm not, I don't care where I'm at. Right. Babyface door too. God gonna get God yeah. gonna get his. Yeah, babyface door too. And even if he get, I'm I'd rather give it to him, you know, doing these shows. And whenever I take a, at least take a moment to do it for he take my, you know, take my voice and force me to do it because I ain't doing it at all. Right. Okay. You know, I'd rather, and people know if 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 again I sing soul music. So if it, if it get if it get crazy, them turnarounds on the end of them songs may just take us for a loop. Got it, got it, got it, got yeah. it. So um, I appreciate what you said about the about 
paying homage. Giving, paying homage and honor and all of those things. I think people do it in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. for example, doesn't necessarily have to be album. I mean, you've done quite a few, at least since I've been around, um, like gospel concerts mm-hmm. or whatever. To me, that's a way of Yeah, that's to get back. That was, that was pretty much To it. a certain extent. Yeah, for sure. Like, but I don't know. I think that um, certain people might do those kind of things out of guilt. Like, when you if you've come up in a certain background and you give or you put out an album um, or if you put out something just because, like, I got to do something for the church because I, you know what I mean? It's almost like it loses that, I guess, that authenticity or it loses that, um, what would you call it, that purity just because you're doing it because I feel like I owe the church something. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel okay, that. So, so you, and, and, and can you feel when it's like that? Um, I think that I think that if you're sensitive enough, you could. You could feel when, sure. when you feel like I just got I get, I just got to do something. Yeah, but somebody somebody that just that's just doing it. Like you know what? Let me just put something together because I need to do something because this is where I came out of. I haven't went back. Right. I haven't done this. Like I think that it could be kind of out of touch. Or out I reach. think that's kind of depending off of people just not getting appreciation in that lane. Mm. Like sometimes in gospel music, people. If you ain't that, mm-hmm. then people ain't, you know, giving you the support that you is. It's a lot of R&B singers, rappers that can't do none of that, but they getting all the push and all that other, you feel me? So it's like even the haters, yeah. they talking about them, you know? So right. it's, But in gospel, man, just my history of being down here, like a lot of the talented ones just, you know, and it's sometimes their fault too because they don't put themselves in a position to, 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 to do that. You know, even with all the talent, you got to put yourself in a position. But it's just, man, it's, it's it's weird out here. Do you think that gospel has a, a chance or a hope of transitioning it into the into like I guess what you see as the dynamic as far as financial, um, like bigs for um, shows and for music? Like, do you think that that's a possibility that 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 can shift into that, or is it going in that direction? Or you just think it's just as far as financial? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily. It's a hustle think, game. Okay. It's a hustle game. Okay. The the most financial church to me, black church right now, is Jamal Bryant's. Yeah. New Birth owns the most real estate in any black church in the world. And you know wow. why? Okay. Because they hustle. Mm. People ain't hustling out here. They 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 just doing anything. Mm. And um with that hustling mentality, you can you can make it work. You you're right, he's right. Biblically, now it's in the Bible. You just using the you just using the you just using Different the word hustle. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, in the yeah. Bible. Here is in the Bible. Paul says, "I'm the least of the apostles, but I because I do more, I'm greater than them." Mm-hmm. Paul said, "I work harder. That's why I got more influence than they do." Mm-hmm. So it's in the Bible. Paul mm-hmm. says, "The reason why I have more influence, being the least of the apostles, mm-hmm. is because I do more than they do." Wow. I do more than the people that walk with Jesus. This is what Paul said. Hence, he said, my influence is greater. That is a scripture. And that's what I believe about me in this city. Well, not even just in Baltimore, the DMV. My influence is big because I've been working. Okay. Yeah. I've done, since 2012, I've probably done 150 shows of my own. Mm. Wow. And been on plenty of other people's shows, but just the hustle game uh, for, what, three, four years? For four years? F- no, nah, six years. I'm lying. Six years straight, we did, I did four events a year. I believe y'all came to one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, um, top of the year, I had um, Mike Thomas unplugged. Then um, 
summertime, we had all white affair. Mm-hmm. Um, summer endings. That was every you know the end of the summer, and then we had the all black affair. Then they did that four years. I mean, six years straight, and um, that cost a lot. Cost a lot. That cost a lot of money. I really took a break because I was supposed to do something this year. I think the last one I had was last year, mm-hmm. and I ain't do nothing this year. Nothing because I was fo- too focused on this album. So right. that, that was kind of like, but it's, it's hustle game. It's hustle game. Okay, okay. Um, couple more questions. Then we we'll go to a break. Commercial yeah, we'll break. Go to break. Okay. I have a couple more questions. Go to commercial break. When we come back from the commercial break, after my next two questions, come back from the commercial break. Um, who? What's next for Mike Thomas? What's now? What's next for Mike Thomas? You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about that. But before we go there, before, before we go there, it's um. So, uh, who? What image are you carrying? What's what's the image, man? What's what's this? So I'm talking to you. When I'm talking to you, if I'm coming to you, I'm talking to you as an investor. Um, I like your music. Uh, I, I and I'm talking to you. But when I talk to you, think about other people that is in your position. I like your music. I like what you're doing. But I want you to tell me what's the image. Who wh- who are you? What am I? What am I sowing into? What, what am, am I? Investing into? What am I investing into? Mm-hmm. Like what image are you carrying? You know, like what is this? Thug, lover, R and B slash this slash that. What is this? Can you articulate the image that is Mike Thomas? Because you got to have a package. Yeah, absolutely. Even though even though I hear you, I still got to see you. And so when I'm looking at you, who am I looking at? For the first four years of my ministry, I wanted to be everybody. I wanted to be everybody's. I wanted to be everybody's son. That's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be the bishop's son. So for the few years of my ministry, it was about being obedient. It was about preaching what my father gave me. Is that when the mother saw me, that's my son. When a bishop saw me, that's my son. For the first few years of my ministry, I wanted to pay. I wanted to be the son. You know what I'm saying? Really, wasn't trying to be the leader. I was trying to be the guy that, hey, listen, we can hear him because he has something to say and he's mm-hmm. the one that's coming up. And I carried that image. Now I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. And I'm carrying this. And I'm, that's what I am. Some things you say I'm, I'm, you're going to like, some of the things you're not. But at least I know what I'm doing. Right. Who am I? I am the main that when you're in the dark room, my job is to turn the lights on. My job is not to open the door. My job is not to open up the window. My job is not to show you how to leave or when to leave. And people come to me, ask me all those questions. I am not giving you any of that. My job is to cut the light on. Because some people don't need to walk out the door. They need to open the window because it's so foggy. Mm-hmm. Or it's so dirty. Or it's so dusty. Mm-hmm. Some people need to literally walk out the door. Mm-hmm. I'm not opening the door for anybody. I'm not even going to show you where the door is. My members do not like me sometimes. <laughs> I'm serious. Because they just, you ain't showing me nothing. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm turning that light on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, so I, at least I know who I am as a leader. And now my ministry reflects that. I, I never have to veer to the left or to the right. You know, when you talk to me, the light bulb will come on. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What's this image? So I'm looking at you. Again, if you... I'm an investor. You say, okay, if you're investing. So with an investor, what I learned with investments is they're looking for something that's going to come good in return. Um, and then... Um, something they can look at later on and say, I invested in this. So reality of it is, is um, from the financial part of what, what's going to push me forward is I'm an overall artist. I'm an I'm overall creative, meaning I don't just sing because music can go away here or there tomorrow. I don't, only, I don't only produce. 
I don't only, you know, I can do multiple facets of things and um especially when I do make it, I have a kind of plan a plan. So whatever investment they, you know, want it kind of written down to see. First of all, I got that. But with from the top of that on down, it's more so of me um building this portfolio of everything I can do to bring it all together. Um acting, directing, all this other stuff. Every lane that I'm Diving in is a lane, a lane that I want to accomplish something big in. So it's going to happen one way or another with investment or without the investment. Um, but that's people. One lady told me one day after the show, she was like, you remind me of a modern day Jamie Foxx. Okay. Wow. So that's what the investor is looking at. Okay. Go for it. Go and when it. she said that, that just kind of, cause I can be funny on the mic. Right. You know, the singing, the plan aspect. I've done plays before, so people know I can act if that's needed. Are you in comedy? You got any jokes? Um, not nothing written, but I got some jokes. Oh yeah, I'm we. Joking. I'll tell you some of mine. See, Jamie Foxx never joking, really man. was a written person either. So yeah. like, when people feel good, yes. I be having them rolling, okay. and they just be like, "Yo, you are actually funny. You should do comedy." Yeah, you're pretty but funny. that's okay, not that's not my thing. It just come off, you know, like Jamie. He don't just. He can stand up there and do straight straight stand up comedy, but it's always surrounded around musical some type of way. Okay. So that's kind of like his that that vice to do it. So I can do it in a musical setting, like or if I had to get up there, I'm pretty much talk about musical family or something like that. But it's gonna be funny. Okay, that's so to the investor. I'm looking at you. The image you give me is um, uh, if I was say like the all American, you got more than one, uh, one more than one, more than one. Uh, you have more than one lane. Yeah, they did it. They did it with my sister. So if if I would, if 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 Avesta is smart enough, I would say you're looking at a modern day Jamie Foxx. Okay, good. Just okay. as well as Avesta did that for my sister. I said good. I told them you're looking at a modern day Whitney Houston. Good. Okay. Good. And good. now you know. Got with, it. Got you it. know, it's just the fact that once the investment there, you can see the work being done. Right. You know, the work is already getting done. But but you see what they you know you see what yeah, they yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I'm saying. So. Yeah, I think the job of the investor is to invest in your potential. That part, yeah, yeah. So we, just, you know, what I'm saying, if you show me something, because right. there's a lot of people that I know that has great ideas or has good things that they want to do, but they just don't have the money. And if I had it, I know they'd make something happen, okay. especially because they already got the right to plan. Make it clear. That's right. That's right. The young family, we run and, with it. That's and, right. That's, that's and that's right. what I I come around people that got the plan. Like they run down the whole thing to me. Like yo, I know exactly what I'll do. But and every time I say I talk to them, hey. If I had it, bro, yeah. trust me. And can you run down your whole thing to somebody else when you're talking to them? Yeah, okay, and I, 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 read, I read it down. I okay, wrote it good, down. Good, good, like, good, I don't, good. I don't, I don't like to talk too much because yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's right. I, I be it. sometimes I get excited and I just over talk. You feel right. me? Mm-hmm. Especially with everything I took time to write down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they want an email, or they want they want me reading in front of them. You got? It. Oh yeah, I got. Okay, it. okay. That my plan on that is just planning is something that I've been getting into for the last couple of years because. Especially for long run situations like this album, this album I've been doing for three years, so it's just a plan that I, I'm everything. Of course, we'll get into that, but I just been planning. Okay. From every aspect of what needs to be done. Good, good. Yeah. My next question before we go right to our commercial, tell before I interject. No, you got any, I'm no. good. No, you're good. I'm good. Okay, so um, you're respected as an artist. You kept your name, Mike Thomas. You didn't. Are you planning on changing the name? You're using your home name 
as your name, as your artist name. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Foxx name is not Jamie Foxx. Right. You know, got a few artists with name. Not, this is this is where you're going. This is Mike yeah. Thomas is who you are. That's what we're gonna see. Yeah, so nothing different. For everybody no that don't know, and it's my friend. I don't I don't um everybody don't know my name. Good, good, good. Uh, my my biological name. Yeah. Um I know I, ain't I don't like my biological name <laughs> because I it, it wasn't my name to be given. <laughs> It wasn't so, your name to be kidding. But since this is, this is the first interview, I actually disclosed this. I'm just going to explain it for you because, you know. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah, how about you know, it? Let's go. Let's go. Here. So, uh, much love to my mom, but my mom had a, man, my mom was busy. What? So, man. <laughs> oh, don't look at me, man. I see you looking at me, man. I see you looking at me, man. Hey, mom. Say no. No, no, no. God, man. We, we are grown. We are. Hey, we, hey, she hey. probably over there dying laughing. Right oh, now. But listen, <laughs> but now um, I have my own father. Um, it's eight of us, and a lot of us have our own fathers, really. Um, and I got my sister's father's last name because uh, my mom was married to him during that time. You know, I guess her getting out the relationship or whatever, and uh, she still had that name attached to her by you know. By a court or whatever the situation is. So I got his last name. I don't know if it was a, you know, my mother being smart back then or how the situation <laughs> is. But she told me she didn't want to give me my father's last name because my father's last name is Roni. So she didn't want people calling me Macaroni in school. So, you that know. That would be a lot. They would call you that. Oh, my goodness. I was like, thank, thank you, my To this day, I said, thank you. <laughs> hey. No, I mean, you know, my father wanted to leave a name and a legacy, too, you know, but. I will always respect my father for real. Um, so he know if he don't, if he don't know if you watching this when I go up, just know you are going up with me for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, my father's my sister's father's last name was Williams. Okay. So exclusive, y'all. So yeah, I got exclusive. I got um, I got his last name, and um, that's why some of y'all churches or shows and stuff, y'all gigs when y'all get that, y'all probably think I'm a total different person, but. Mike Thomas. Is, I did. <laughs> I write, I gotta write those checks. Mike Thomas is my name. Gotta write something else. Go ahead, man. Mike Thomas has been my name since middle school, uh-huh. early part of middle school. Um, that's my family's name. My mom's maiden name, my grandfather's name, my uncle's, mm-hmm. all everybody. You know, my mother's the only girl out of seven boys. So, and she was the youngest. So, that was the whole Thomas clan. We had a whole Thomas clan. You know. That's what I came up around, but um, yeah. So if you do hear it, don't call me that. Because <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm going off on. But um, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's 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 my name. But um, yeah, it was a that was a long thing to try to get through for real. How'd you um, start that in middle school? How'd you change? Like you just was like, I'm not. You like, yeah, I changed. No it. I just okay. said yeah, everybody's. Nah, would you get me. it? Le- have you got it legally changed, or would you get it legally changed? Um, yeah, but no, at the same time because I like the way Easy E's did it. Okay, okay, okay. Easy E was making moves with his real name, right? right. I'm talking about the moves. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when he would go places as the rapper, right? People would look at him crazy, and then look down and listen on whatever paperwork or something. He just pull out his ID like, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. me too. <laughs> it's me so too. Both of these. Okay. So yeah, wait. No. So musically, you're staying there, and life, you and know, life. Like, this is where you at. Yeah. This nobody calls. Are. Nobody calls me 
Yeah, Nobody yeah, calls yeah. me that at all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, but you're gonna keep the team. Except Thomas, for you keep that Thomas. Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, when I see it in the mail. Okay. That's so it. this is the, yeah. this is the artist. Yeah, this is me. This all is right. this is me. I ain't going away. Okay. You know. All right then. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We go on a commercial. We come back. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna ask what what is next for Mike Thomas. Yes. What's next for him musically as the man, um, as the artist, the visionary? You know, it's all him. He gonna tell. We already been known the past. <laughs> we want to know what's going on tomorrow. Yes. All right, man. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Thank y'all. This is your spiritual podcast station. Be sure to check out all new episodes of Pastor Anthony Said every Tuesday. Episodes are available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. Episodes are also available on our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe today. We love you and thank you for loving us. This is your spiritual podcast station, Pastor Anthony said, and we are excited to bring you Lunch at Truth Cafe. Introducing Lunch at Truth Cafe every day. Come in for all your truth favorites, plus new cheesy tacos, ribeye savory melts, and delicious burgers. Over seven lunch combinations starting at just $6.99. Truth Cafe, make sure you come in for lunch with us. We'll see you there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we're back. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back in action. Absolutely. All right. So, Ted, you want to say something to him before, before, I, before we go in here? You want to ask any questions? Um, any questions asked before we get here? No, not really. Okay. I, I do want to give him his flowers. I mean, go for but it. Go I, for I don't know if I should do that after he's finished or, you know, talking about you. I just, I definitely am, uh, I have learned a lot from you. I mean, in general, from. Uh, even from command, <laughs> what? What you laughing at? You go ahead. What did I do? <laughs> you know, this is giving me flashbacks. Let me tell a story. When I was young, like I would be in class and I would be talking, and people just would start like busting out laughing. <laughs> just would be like, I am being so serious well, right now. Like, is that what it is? That's like, exactly what it is. So potent. It just yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Start crying. Let's see if we believe. Let's I feel start, tears let's, coming let's out because I wish I could. But <laughs> I, the whole cry circle. Pastor, go put some water right there. <laughs> okay, I'll just make it short. Um, nah, go ahead, go no, but um, I've learned a lot from you. Just even in general, just with the hand motions. A lot of people don't know. Like when I uh, first transitioned into worship leader, a lot of those things I I, I wasn't able to come up under an actual worship leader. So some of those um, commands. I mean, it's just. Um, has helped me tremendously in general um, from the producing aspect, from the all, all of these different things. A lot of the things you said, did we re- did I research or did we research? I actually didn't research quite a bit of those things, but a lot of the information I got from you. Um, and so I just want to give you your flowers now. You've been a, a great um, example, appreciate I would say, overall. Um, and I definitely want to want you to know that I appreciate you as I minister music and just as a general friend and man in general. You know, just want to give you your flowers. Appreciate that. I ain't got no flowers to give you because you got some Joe Jackson in them too. Yeah, <laughs> they gonna act like they ain't yeah, like Everybody gonna be cool by y'all. No, and because we gonna be home. We gonna tell the truth. Listen, this dude got a little bit of Joe Jackson in him. He got some he Joe got Jackson. Some, we seen some Jamie Foxx, but, but he but, also is because he got a look. look. <laughs> He'll give you an eye while you. I got there. Joe Jackson, but he <laughs> got Barry Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. I, it's a lot. I ain't want to bring that. Oh my up, goodness! Yeah, you got a little. Mike, if it looks like a kid, he would kill you with the eyes. Oh my! I'm sorry. That, and, oh and for people that's watching this, 
Yeah, Do real. it right. Y'all know y'all. Y'all know y'all know me. If you know me, you know me. And sometimes it, it's not a Nate. It, I mean, it's not a something that I plan to do. It's just it just happens. It's just a reaction. I'm oh, sorry, man. You know, sometimes like, it feels good. Sometimes it's like, man. Yeah. Oh, some Sundays he be looking. I'm like, oh, yeah. Musicians yeah. too. I'm sorry he's for not, y'all. He's I'm not like, having a good day today. No, he's not. <laughs> and you're going to know about You'll it. You'll know about it. Mike mm-hmm. going to play with one key. One. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like, come on, Mike. <laughs> ding, ding. Like, oh, I was about okay. to say something, but I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I was oh, like, so man, he's not having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> we got, yeah, don't even look at him, y'all. Balance. Just keep on preaching. Yeah, just, just keep, keep on just keep going. Don't just even, keep don't going. Don't even look at him. Don't he look going, at him. He's going to get into it in a minute. Give him like 12 minutes. 12. And uh, oh, everything's going to be all right. We, we got to look the other way. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like that. All right, come on, man. Let's let's hear what's next for you. We we heard about what's what with the past, and it was beautiful. Um, What's next? What's now and what's next? The floor is yours, Doc. Um, now I'm finalizing this album. That's my focus right now. My main focus, that and um, junior sports. Um, but as far as me concerned, um, just putting out this album. I've been working on this album for three years, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty nice. Um, album drops February. 24th, 2024. Nice. And um, do an album release that Saturday, the 25th. That's the plan. So uh, make sure y'all put in your calendars now. It's going to be a crazy. If you've never been to one of my shows, I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, album. And then after the album drops, of course, tour. Tour starting in January. Nice. I kind of okay. canceled a lot of dates because financially I wasn't ready for... The summer run, um, because of the album, and because of you know life, and then um, I just wasn't ready music wise. I just didn't think I, I wasn't gonna give no half baked product. So I wanted to make sure everything was a one, um, like I wanted to. I gotta go to Atlanta in a few weeks to um, do a couple more things, finalizing on on the album. But after that, I think um, it's up from there. Tour time, get ready for next summer. So, y'all tune in. So next next summer, y'all see me everywhere. Pretty that's much. Summer twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. That's the plan. Rollout album rollout starts in December. My birthday is December twelfth. Nice. Yeah. So album rollout starts on December twelfth. Uh, we'll be at um, Terry Cafe. Um, it's a Tuesday night, so I usually do my open mic karaoke feel good Tuesdays. Um, on Tuesday, we're gonna celebrate my birthday that night. Oh, what's so, the address? You know, um, 101 East 25th Street. You there every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Everybody 101 East yeah. 21st Street. It's for all creatives, singers, poets, comedians, dancers. Um, yeah, it's, it's, for, it's for all creatives. If, if you Even if you just enjoy the art and you don't do nothing, it's a place for you. So Good, good. good. Yeah, they can come out to that. What's next for the man? Um... I feel like I feel like once this album move, it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot that's going on for me. Um, I feel like the hold up has been me just not being ready. Um, it's a lot that's still been going on, but again, I just been internally not ready, so I just been kind of like 
either putting other friends or you know artists on certain stuff that I'm supposed to be doing or just canceling it all the way around. I'm um, even though it's like not financially good for me to be doing that, but at the end of the day, I can't give them no, you know, you know, half baked stuff, and then I want to put out an album. About to put out an album, I mean, I had to go ghost for a little while, so I'm off social media for a while. Um, I probably share my stories here and there, something that's needed or some something that a friend. But I'm kind of trying to stay away so I can roll out the summertime. Y'all gonna see a different, whole different feel, whole different vibe. So I'm giving myself to December 11th to have everything, um, everything together mentally, physically, because um, again, back to your investor question, um. I've talked to a few uh, people that knows investors and it was asking me certain things like image and this, that, and there, all that is going to be covered. So um, I've got a few, you know, every time I go to certain places, people think I'm a rapper before I start singing. So I'm going to dial back on this. I wouldn't even say this thug mentality look, but it's just, it's me. I like to be comfortable, you know, but I guess, you know, for certain lanes that I want to be in or certain places that I need to be, I need to throw that suit on, you know, throw that, you know, even. Turtleneck. Even if I can't Sweater. be comfortable on the stage, <laughs> which is going to be something for me to adjust to because mm. if I'm not comfortable on the stage, then I feel like I'm uncomfortable. I don't, none of y'all designers don't send me no, no tight clothes, no tight that. pants or not because they're going <laughs> to rip. I promise you. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to be moving too much. Been moving too much. So, um, other than that, album, family, man, just focused on family. Really, that's that's the goal. That's the only reason why I'm really doing this music. Outside of the love of it, that 85 percent is family, man. I gotta make sure before Junior get 18. Okay. That he knows his father is one of the biggest artists in the world. Good, good, good. You know, good, so good, good. like it's. He he been to a lot of shows that I've done, so I've seen his expressions on just like, oh wow, everybody like, everybody on my dad right now, like so I I know how that um made me feel just him saying it. So I don't know how he feel necessarily. I never really asked him that, but I think it's somebody that asked him. But um yeah, I just I know that between me doing my music, uh-huh. my sister, or just the people that I'm around that I'm connected to over these years. I'm, connect, I'm connected to a lot of famous people for real, but I've never asked them for nothing. Mm. I never uttered to ask them for nothing. A share. Or like, probably I asked them, like, just, yo, listen to this mix and let me know what you think. That's mm-hmm. it. But as far as asking them to do something for me, asking them for some money or something like that, I didn't want to. First of all, we're not that close. Like I am to, you know, certain people. I don't talk to them every day. So that's just definitely don't do that. But um, because really they probably already got it for you. We're just waiting for you to make some moves for them to be able to put you right in position. Because one thing I did learn about people that's already on and famous, that's connected, they're not going to really put you in position until they see that you're really in position and ready for it. So I think after this album, they'll see. I mean, of course I got music out and everything. And they've seen me, you know, traveling over the years. But it's just, I know when they see a checkmate, they see a checkmate. So, you know, it just take time. This is my 10th year doing music, so. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, they usually say after 10 years, either in that 10th year 
or right after ten years, then everything start. Yeah, everything start climbing. So either way, hopefully something happened. It only take three thirty three minutes and fifty seconds to become one of the biggest artists in the world. Mm-hmm. One song changed my life. So it's just really again back to what I was saying in the beginning of the interview, promotion and marketing. Because you can take a crappy song. So with the confidence in this album, would you now um, reach out to those uh, people that you've supported or those like famous ones that to ask them for a share, to ask them for this? Or oh yeah, I'm okay. definitely in my bag this, this for this album because okay, I, I already know the album is going to be crazy. Um, all my DJ homies, they already know they get in the pack right before the week before the album drop. They already know what to do. Um, we are, you know, that's a that's one marketing lane. Um, then everybody that I got in my you know, phone that, that is on, they're going to get the album ahead of time, too. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I can digest with them for real. Um, so when it do drop, and it just move how it's supposed to move. And some people still going to support that same day for real. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm definitely going to reach out to a lot of all the radio, radio hosts. I'm going to reach out to y'all gospel radio hosts, too. <laughs> I'm definitely okay. gonna do that because there's some cuts on there that's um appropriate for that's appropriate for yeah. you know if you if you if you rock with me you rock with me you feel me um the ones that the ones that know me that that probably watch this podcast they know they know I'm a jokester they know how I am so they, nothing is I'm sure nothing is offensive to them but um same thing for Night Two Q all my connects and plugs over there shout out to Dre Johnson shout out to Pork Chop shout out to I feel y'all, man. And I already know, but I'm just, I just got to deliver right. If I deliver right, I know, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make its moves. It's just, once you deliver right, you'll be good. Excellent. Good, good, good. Great. All right. All right. That's it. All right. So, uh, you have to, you get the cameras yours. Um, so, to the, um, to, to the, to the artist that need a producer, to the producer who needs to talk to another producer. To the one who feel like they got something but need some critique or some advice, or and to the investor, how do we get in contact with you? The camera's right there. Put the whole put, put the whole thing on. Them I'm gonna keep it a ball. Go ahead. If you don't got no money, don't come holler at me. But if you are serious about what you're doing and you don't got no money, come holler at me, because that's the only people people I'm gonna work with is people that's serious about what they're doing. Like that, I love music. So if you love music, if this is something that you really need to do, even if you don't got the finances, we're going to work it out. We're going to make sure it's done because sometimes that's how, that's where the best magic comes from. But if you're just doing it for whatever, yeah, just don't, don't call me unless you got some money. What's your email? How do you contact Mikey T. Made it at gmail.com or um, just go to MikeyTMadeIt.com. Um, follow me on Instagram at MikeyTMadeIt. On uh, Twitter... They call it X now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So follow me on X at uh tweet Mike Thomas and uh Facebook. Um yeah, you can find everything. Oh, online, everything you can find my music, you know, just in case you want catch check it out before this new album drop. Mm-hmm. I got some stuff on there too. So you can check it out Apple Music, Spotify, for um Amazon music for your Android. <laughs> 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 you can download it, you know. And it's saved to your phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Thank you. And tell, what was the like, the last album that was live in? Was it? Yeah, the last in? album was live in Dallas. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was I did that in. 
19. Wow, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, that was the last album I did. That's why this took three years to do. You feel yeah, me? Right, so. right, yeah, but well, that was around COVID time. That's right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah I yep. did that right before they shut down everything. Mm. Yeah. No, I think COVID-19 COVID shut down, 20. I think, 18, right? Like, like early like 18. Like early, end of 19, end of 19 early end 20. 20. Yeah, it was some, it was something around that 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 way somewhere. But yeah, during that time, I took some money. Um, I was I was down there probably years ago. I had a conversation with some of my Texas friends. Like, I should do an album down here. They're like, you ain't doing it. I come back years later. Like, I told y'all what I was going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Mandy. Um, they helped me down. Uh, made sure I was straight the whole time I was down there. Told them what I wanted to do and. Um, I paid. I paid everybody, singers and musicians from down there in Texas. I just was like, forget it. I'm going to just do something different. It didn't come out like I wanted it to come out, but uh, that's another whole interview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it worked out, um, and I put it up for real, man. So that's been – I know a lot of people like nowadays the music, a lot of people like more studio stuff versus live stuff unless live stuff is church. Mm-hmm. Okay. You feel me? So, but um, yeah, it was it was a fun it was a fun experience. I spent a lot of money, but um, never do that again until I'm prepared. Okay. Flying out of state, you yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. other people for a whole different situation, mm. and then just hoping it's gonna work. You feel me? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it is what it is. Right. I had to come home and I had to come home and uh, finish the album. I, I recorded it there, but I had to come home, home and finish it. it. I had oh. to use I had to use some of the homies from here. Wow! Okay. Shout out to the homies from not even going through y'all names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of them. But shout out to everybody that was on the Live in Dallas album from Baltimore. Shout out to everybody from Dallas that was on the album that executed and did their work. Wow! Because that was amazing. Mm. Um. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Right <laughs> so y'all gonna have me fussed out on social media. You <laughs> ain't a lot, man. Yeah, man. But I'm 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 real, man. I just I just like to no filter for real, man. Just let people know how I am, so they don't think I'm fake. Because I'm not a fake person at all. So I'm gonna give you me. So that's all you can say is oh. He's gonna give you him. Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. At least that's a memory that somebody can keep. Like, yeah, he was he was straight up. He probably crazy, but he was straight up. He was definitely, you know. So when I die the day tomorrow, if I die the day tomorrow, when I die, Lord, <laughs> if I die the day tomorrow, God forbid. I think that's um, what all most mostly important people are gonna say that matters is that um, he was consistent. So that's all. That's 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 good. For, that's good enough for me. People okay. be changing like their drawers, bro. <laughs> People change. Oh man! Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate Mike you, Thomas. Mike Thomas. Thank you. Um, it was a it was a complete blessing. Yes. I am grateful to have you here. Um, we're gonna keep you around as long as we can, and we're gonna do whatever the Lord say. You know how the Lord moves. Um, we appreciate you. This ministry would not be where it is without you. So appreciate yeah. you, appreciate you, family. You know, you, you, you know, we just family, man. We, Absolutely, we just always family. Um, if y'all didn't learn anything else about this one, just know I got them started. It's like just know <laughs> this man. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught him? <laughs> just know, produce him, 
songwriter album, modern day Jamie Foxx, somebody yes. who got something. And we're glad to have him on, glad to have him part of this. And we pray for your future, yes. this future endeavor. I pray that the Lord's hand be upon your life while yes. you're moving, while you're working. Yes. I pray every round goes higher, and yes. I pray that you have uh, grand success. Yes. I pray that it supersedes your expectations. So whatever you think it's going to be, I just pray that it just be greater. Um, I pray yes. that you'll be prepared for where you're about to go, mm -hmm. and I pray that the right people will never ignore you. The right And the right people will always see you, and the wrong people will walk away from you. That's my prayer for you. Um, so God just put good people around you. Appreciate that. Can do that. That's my prayer for you, man. Amen. Thank you, man. Amen. Bless Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's my blood. Pray for you, Doc. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. All right, Tim. Get us out of here. Beautiful, beautiful. Listen, this has been your spiritual podcast station. Do we have any other announcements before we get out? No, we we're gonna, come on. Come on. We're going to end it right there. That was good. Okay. We're going to end it right there. Good. Anyway, um, this has been an excellent interview with our very own Mike Thomas. We are your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side, everything from a to Z. Listen, this episode will be available on Tuesday. All new episodes are available on Tuesday for Pastor Anthony Said. Make sure that you like, share, comment, and subscribe. We love you, and thank you for loving us.